The motion picture you are about to see can be called today a fantasy of the future. But one day, maybe not too far distant, audiences will be able to look back on it in the same spirit with which we view pictures about the first covered wagons crossing the plane. Ten. Nine, watch this, guys. Watch this. Eight. Watch this, Andy. Seven. I'm watching. Six. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I'm dying. I've seen this. <laughs> We've been hit. This is how valid is the validity. I, I think we need to start more often with uh, with technical difficulties. It always turns into a good show. Really? I, I mean, it does. And I didn't get stressed out this time. I only hit the dog twice. Well, whatever that poster was in the guidance counselor's office about overcoming adversity, right? You know, it makes you better person. <laughs> overcoming makes, adversity. Some, this got to be applicable here somehow. <laughs> oh, my God. What a show. I, I don't even know. I, I hope uh, a lot of people, you know, we used to have uh, in church, we used to have uh pizza parties you know you you'd go spend the night someplace yeah. and you at the church or whatever and you have pizza parties and chill out or whatever this is going to be that kind of thing i think only this time instead of talking about cartoons and stuff we're going to talk about things that could get us canceled get us canceled exactly cancellation so culture. just understand that understand that will as you're going through here just be very careful what you say because <laughs> 17 people are watching okay this you don't want to mention how big this microphone is Oh, my God. Well, everybody, uh, Eric White in the house uh, for the second time in a year. It's been a year. A year. Hello, children. Post-COVID. <laughs> Real news. <laughs> Real news. He's a gay man and a gay journalist. We have a radio personality we listen to. His name's Phil Hendry. Uh, okay. And he, yeah. he does characters. And one of his characters is a, is a, a guy that's uh, in L.A. And he's like this surfer dude. You could just tell he's whatever. And, and he says he's a gay man and a gay journalist. And that was what I put. I, show, him the, show, him his, show him it again, Andy. Can you show oh, it to the, him again? Uh, yeah. Show it to you again. See, there it is. Gay man and journalist. <laughs> Listen, I do ten, tend to write what's wrong. See what I did there? Oh, yes. I, I wasn't get a sure how the angle. Uh, I need an angle from like up here pointing down so that you don't see all of this. Self, no. Selfie angle. No, you've yeah. got to be proud of where you've where you've come with that. Don't even don't even talk about it. Don't I even am. talk about I'm it. I'm also very hungry. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Oh, we had more viewers last year for you than we did for anybody else. You're welcome. I know. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. Very, I mean, that's that's where this is at right now. I love uh, it. Unbelievable the amount of the amount of stuff that's happened in the, in the past week. Um, most of which I just didn't. I just didn't even read it. 
I, I didn't even care anymore. It was over for me. So I hope all you guys are ready for and uh, have your statistics ready because I know you do. Right? I did bring some literature to go over. I don't. I'm not going to do just a huge deep. Dive, no, no, I we, don't want to do that. Gonna, I don't want to yeah. do that. But I want let's let's hit some other things first yes. before we get into the 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 uh, ultimate issues that are coming. Anyway, that uh, one of the things is I want to talk about a little bit is uh, COVID. You know, and well, you play downtown a lot, so that, you know you got. Uh, Andy's talked about this uh, numerous times too. Uh, Biden has put the he wants people to bring the mask mandate back. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, full full fledged full full effect uh, in every state, even places like Texas and Florida, getting pissed off whatever the case is. Well, I guess I, I guess I don't know how I feel about this. I don't like it. Number one, okay, because I've here, here's what I'm going to tell you. I I pulled my my mask out the other day to put it on before I went in uh, to a, a store or something. And literally my phone and cash was in the same pocket. And I had this moment where I was like, okay, do I put the mask? Do I do this? And, and then I realized to go into the store, I was going to have to do this right now. You can do it. You can go in. I mean, you, and you, you're just going to have to face the wrath and the stairs and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, I'll go to you first, you know, playing downtown and all. Do you think um, that that that's going to change anything about Nashville right now? Or is it is that not even an issue? I think Nashville is its own little uh, planet right now. It's like Pluto, maybe not even a planet as far as the whole COVID thing's going. But in a good way and a bad way, because uh, on the like on the news, if you watch the news on Broadway, it looks like no one's following any rules. And it's actually the opposite. The bars are following the rules like crazy, like to the number. Like I got shut down last week uh, at some place or almost got shut down because we were like like three over capacity or something. So they're taking it that seriously. It just doesn't gotcha. look like it when you zoom out, you know, especially down in town. <clears throat> yeah. Right. Yeah. It's mo- just Broadway. Broadway is where all the cameras go, you know. Jesus God. So and, and I mean, you work in a hospital or, or a- I work in an ambulatory surgery center. So it's a much smaller Easy you know, for you to say. genre. <laughs> <laughs> it's a much smaller area, but you know, not to just go way off the deep end, but you know, our governor just basically said, you know, hey, we're not wearing masks anymore. If you don't want to, don't worry about it. It's fine. We'll all be okay. And so a lot of people are not wearing them anymore. And I mean, I've got to be honest, like I'm glad that, you know, the mandate has come down because I'm vaccinated. So many other people in Mississippi, you know, Mississippi is not first in a lot of things, but we <laughs> own the vaccination, you know, like we're getting with it. Like it's perfectly in line with the National Guard. Everybody's just getting it done, you know. So, so I mean, OK, for, for me, I don't I don't I don't want to take the vaccine. Right. It, it's uh, OK. And, and the only reason I say that is this, it, it, you know, I, I spent a year looking at all this this stuff as it came across you know the every, every news outlet in the in the country or whatever and i didn't necessarily and, and and people that are close friends of mine that are, that are even doctors were like no you, you know you need to get it or whatever the case mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. It, it just came out so fast and, and 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 it's a different kind of vaccine and and there's just these variables uh that i wasn't just you know at least if you smoke a cigarette you know the 300 chemicals that are in it you know mm-hmm, there's some carpet mm-hmm. glue there's some stuff right there's some th- you know but at least you know what what you're putting into yourself right and i'm a little bit concerned about that i mean in the health field what what are you feeling that, that well, you're well i feel like uh, it's a lot of misinformation like you want to know what's in it go look it up you can you're we are aware of what's in it you know like i mean they can't really release something and be like okay well we have all these different preservatives we have all this different stuff in it that you don't know what this is like, if you look at the reviews, you look at the studies, all this good stuff, a lot of the stuff that's in the vaccination, we've already had. 
you know? Yeah. And then it's it's got a memory cell as well in it, the RNA, you know? So if so if the virus changes, then you get a booster shot, just like, you know, to, to keep up with the different strands. Like, I mean, I went through the process, you know, the first shot was nothing for me. The second shot was difficult. But, I mean, I wouldn't change the fact that I knew, okay, as a healthcare professional, I've got to get this done. There's yeah. no question about it. I'm around other people. Uh, to the, the public, I do feel like a lot of people are misinformed. We do know what's in it. We do know where it's come from. A lot of the components, are, well, I mean, I can't say for sure, but most of the components that are in the vaccination, you've already been subjected to. Do you know what I'm so saying? So the RNA, so that, so the booster shot, so that's a, that's. It's memory. It's a memory cell within the vaccination. So then when, if any strand changes or whatever, then they can give you a booster shot to address that particular strand. So now wh- where were you at on the vaccination? You know, I don't really believe in putting poison in my body. <laughs> <laughs> but um, as, he, as he takes like a sip I, of whiskey, I was going to be like, "Listen, I, I Any, like poison as well. <laughs> anything that doesn't need to be there, I don't. I don't really know. Um, it, it's sort of simple for me. Like I don't, uh, unless I absolutely need a shot of anything, I don't really want to take it. But it's the same thing with the mask mandate. Like, um, what, what, whatever your deep opinions of having to wear a mask are, it's just the rules and a lot of rules in life. Whether you agree with the with mm-hmm. with, mm-hmm. with their existence it's just easier life is easier for both you and the people who enforce okay, them okay so that's that's and that's a solid point okay so here's the issue though here's what I, here's I, here's my thing if you walked into a store and you told people like look you don't have to wear a mask everybody just needs to stop looking at everybody that's not wearing a mask basically what i'm saying is if people felt like they could walk in and if they didn't want to wear a mask if they could walk in and not be feel like everybody was looking at them where would we be with the masks there's like layers and layers of mask shaming i agree i I, I agree i found a whole new layer the other day actually uh downtown uh so mask shaming initially was um in like the first week of the pandemic was like oh these paranoid people wearing masks right then everyone had to wear masks and then mask shaming became people wearing masks shaming people who were not wearing masks right and the other day, I was wearing a mask, being shamed about the kind of mask I was wearing oh, by nice. another mask wearer who had one of the custom like cloth ones, and I just forgot mine, so I like got one of the blue ones. And I walked by, and someone literally said, Ugh, "A blue masker." Like you've got to be kidding me. I'm not even joking. I mean, this is some petty shit. <laughs> I, got I mean, I'm just a- saying. <laughs> pardon me. That is petty. I know. I got called a blue like, masker. You're wearing a mask. You know, like, I mean, I'm going to break my neck to wear a mask. If I'm going to, I'm just being honest. If I'm going to go into any facility, I've not been to Walmart in a year. Like, I was serious. And being from Mississippi, that's yeah. a big deal. I, yes, exactly. Because that's all we got. <laughs> but seriously, like, I'm very strict about wearing a mask to protect others. You know, I just am. So, like, to me. So, so back up for a second. Last sure. year at this time, mm-hmm. we were watching different, the, the CDC, Dr. Fauci, uh, WHO saying that if you were not contagious, if you did not have symptoms, wearing a mask was not necessary. So does that all, does that go away then? And, and the fact that the, the blue masks really, mm-hmm. you know, if you sneeze, it stops things from going out to the front, but not necessarily the sides, uh-huh. right? Mm-hmm. So. Are we were are we really getting to a world where we we're going to have to just learn we might be wearing masks all the time is that, is that what we're I, teaching people I feel like we need to be honest about the situation before we even like before you even get to mask you need to be honest about the situation it's the mucosa membranes right right that's where you're contagious so what are you doing about your eyeballs do you see what I'm saying what are you doing about that like 
to me, it's like, okay, if something can shoot out the side, is somebody standing at the side of your face? Like, is your little blue mask really, like, wear the mask. Like, any little thing that you do is going to help, right? So, let's just be honest. Nothing is 100%. If you're making an effort and you have a mask on, we shouldn't be mask shaming people. Come on. Right, but now they're they're also (laughs) saying now that if you, even if you have gotten vaccinated, you still need to wear a mask. I still do as well. Okay, now, do you do that out of personal preference or do you do that because... You're still not certain that because now with the second the second I, wave of this stuff coming through that they say is a different strain. My favorite thing about this show that I watch every single week is that we're brutally honest, and so yeah. I, don't, I don't care what people think. Right, I am not worried about it at all. So I'm literally wearing a mask to protect other people, to protect Just, other people, to make other people feel comfortable. It, What's the difference? It, they're, it, they're intertwined. Well, because there is no keep, difference. If you're not keeping somebody safe necessarily, mm-hmm. then then making somebody feel comfortable goes into the whole other issue that we're going to talk about tonight, which is the the the, the cancellation. The, well, cancellation and gay and lesbian and all that kind I of agree. thing, right? I, I mean, well, is I that believe what, I believe safety is feeling safe. You know what I mean? That, the, it is you know, a mirage 90% of the time. Like, it's, it's like a storm house. Exactly. Good luck. Well, you brought up, you know, like people underestimate how mercurial science really is, you know, uh, whether it's medicine, any form of science. It was about 150 years in, a, in you know, a modern history that we went from people being sent to the guillotine for claiming the earth was round to that just being an accepted fact. Oh, yeah. People you know, stoned for much less. Science changes. Yeah. What, what is scientific fact changes faster than religious acceptance anything like that um so it doesn't surprise me at all like a year ago like oh if you're not sick don't wear a mask we're here a whole year later whole new strain whole new symptoms and Uh, the holidays let's not forget the holidays the holidays just like laid the people down you know like oh yeah so many people got infected over the holidays it's just not worth it but is it getting infected and people actually dying because that's the problem that that the numbers aren't necessarily right it is absolutely still happening like, since our governor has declared for us to stop wearing masks, the numbers have gone up. Like, it is absolutely a real thing. I went through, like, after the holidays, you know, you had a ton of people that were sick. It was like you couldn't turn around without running into somebody who had a sick family member or a sick friend, something like that. Then we went through a lull for, like, a month where you didn't know very many people. Well, I'm in a rural area, so we didn't know very many people who were sick at all. Now I'm starting to see on Facebook through my friends and everything, all these people are getting sick again. So it is a reality. This is a real thing. It's really happening. I mean, I never really stopped wearing my mask, you know, like the people who are vaccinated at work, you know, like if I share space with them, then, you know, that's a different story. But I always ask today, I had a woman doing this is too much information, had a woman doing my skincare <laughs> doing, uh, today. And I was like, uh, she, she had her mask below her nose. And I said, you know, I'll keep my mask on if you require it, you know, if you want right. me to. Because I essentially am only wearing my mask now, you know, out of respect for others, literally. Like right, I, because you don't need to worry about the vaccine. You feel comfortable enough with the vaccine. That I do. Okay. I do. And so whether or not that's a reality or not is a question. It's a big question mark. You know, I may get it again. So how long? But, can, so can do you, and, and we can move on from this, but I mean, if this, is there any point in time where you just, the masks you're just i'm done with them i mean or if if the government says we're going to continue to wear masks Mm -hmm. and for the foreseeable future maybe for the rest of your life Mm -hmm. i mean is that something you can come to terms with or is and and you're fine with is that is making people feel comfortable at that point 
worth uh, to me. Th- you know, you think about like because your whole life been in an airport or a or a high school, you know, basketball game, anything like that, and you'll see like one or two people in the crowd that had a mask on, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and your your initial thought was like they must be immunosuppressed. It must be they must be going through chemo or have some you know whatever's going on, and. Because, and it sticks out because it wasn't socio-normative. Now masks are socio-normative. So I think, obviously, if, if mandates get lifted, if, I feel like that's an inevitability. Eventually, mandates will get lifted. But I don't think we'll bat an eye at people wearing masks. So I think people that feel more comfortable wearing a mask are going to wear Wear a it. mask. And I we're agree. no longer going to assume that they're immunosuppressed. Okay, or, okay. so, and, and I'm not going to lie. I, I, was at, I was at a function the other day, and I was talking to somebody, and he spit on my lip. Okay, I'm not. So I mean, at that point in time, I was like, I wish I had that fucking mask right now. Yes. You know what I mean? And that's exactly but, what I'm but talking again, about. Again, the problem is, and I've bought one. I have this huge hunk of plastic somewhere. Like I've tried these different masks that you you know because I mean it didn't. Nobody China did not stop uh, skip a beat in the sense of. Uh, you know, we're going to roll out some different stuff here. We're going to roll out plastic masks. We're going to, you know, we're going to do the visors. We're going to, you know, all the. So there's a whole market for this stuff that is now a thing. And you've seen it's not China's going to numbers. Go away. You've seen China's numbers. Like, are they? We've not, seen what they what they yeah, want are us they to not see. reporting? Are they like whatever they're doing? Like, are they reporting? Are they not reporting? Whatever on the map, they have the least amount of anybody. You see what I'm saying? But you think about like bird flu, all this other stuff that they've had in the past, right? Right. Masks immediately. Well, yeah. You know, and, and it's so mandated. They have, they have right. to do it. So do, do you think the fact that they're, most of their manufacturing is in their country uh, helps them? Yes. Like, because where I work now, and I'm sure they don't mind me saying this, but like where I work now, like you, you would not imagine what's hard to get ordered. Like you wouldn't not even imagine for healthcare the things that, you run into shortages on right now because of all this. Like, it's the strangest, most random things that you just run out of, you know? Well, like, and not only that. And it's not because you're not ordering it. They're not available. They're on back order. Like, and it's and that was one thing that and, Fauci said last year was, like, people that don't need to wear a mask don't wear a mask because we do not have enough for the people that actually need them. And you know what I'm saying? And, I'm saying. and so I understand mm-hmm. the science part of this deal, but some of this doesn't sound like science to me. You know, whatever the case may be, the, the the true the true faction of this whole thing is, or, or the faction that is getting a little bit disturbing for me, is that Ticketmaster has just gone on and said that you're not allowed to come to a concert. You can't buy concert tickets until you show your vaccination card. Oh wow! Okay, I did not know that. Right. So I could deal with concerts. I can I can deal with that and and play this out. Getting on an airplane. Now that's a problem, right? I mean, so if, like you said, if you have to fly, I mean, you have to fly to San Diego, you have to fly to Tech, you, you know, when you do jobs or whatever the case is. What now? You don't want to get vaccinated. Do you have a choice? I feel the exact same way about it that I do about. I don't want to put a mask on to go into a convenience store and get a Mountain Dew, but I do because it makes my life easier. And uh, you know, eventually, we're gonna have to fly. We're gonna have to do stuff. So if I'm faced with either flying to California or driving to California, I'm probably just going to get the shot. Yeah. You know? And you know, I think he made a very important point just then. Like, it's strange that we've gotten to a point where now it's about convenience. You know, the it's the opposite of where it used to be. Like, it was so inconvenient in the beginning, and now it's easier to throw a mask on. You know, now it's easier to go get vaccinated. It's just easier to do than to deal with all the shaming. Is it not? 
I mean that that's and some people some people don't care about the shaming and and as a matter of fact I know a guy that's that's filed lawsuits in Tennessee and and numerous other states saying that mandates aren't law and you can't enforce them and he's gotten away with this because it's the truth right a mandate mm-hmm. is a mandate and and after the state of emergency that mandate becomes less and less of a thing and then the laws have then you have to start passing a law mm-hmm. but the mm-hmm. thing about it is that whether it's a mandate or a law, the shaming is not going anywhere. It's not. And we're in a cancel culture that is very real right now. Very real. I took government class twice because I failed it once. Uh, but I remember, <laughs> <laughs> I remember them talking about the difference, like the, the I guess, um, government difference between a mandate and a condition of aid. And uh, that's what it sounds more like to me. You know, a mandate is you got to do this or you're going to be in a lot of, you're going to get waterboarded or whatever. Uh, wow. That's deep. Metro's been doing a lot of waterboarding. He went all the way with that one. I love it. Yeah, I got waterboarded the other day for wearing a blue mask. That's a blue masker. Um, I got waterboarded on Thursday, but that's normal. Whole different thing. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Can we save for that part? God, for I that part? I haven't been to Canvas in so long. Um, <laughs> when a, so the uh, condition of aid is like, hey, you don't have to do this, but we're not going to give you money unless you do. So it's one of those things, like when uh, oh um, roads and everything else. It's, like yeah. in the in the gas crisis, if I remember this right, they were like, you don't have to make the speed limit limit fifty five, but right. you're not going to get any tax help or subsidies for subsidies for for this and that, and uh, that's what it kind of sounds like to me. Conditioning, in, absolute conditioning. They just well, make I mean, it but here's impossible. the other: when you talk about subsidies, that's a whole other ball game. You it can is. make the airlines. Whether the airlines want to say that you have to have a COVID vaccination card or not, this, they get so much subsidy from the government that the government, if the government says, "Yeah, you don't have to, you don't have to pass this law that says you have to be vaccinated," but if you don't pass it, then we're not going to subsidize your, your roads in your state and your education. Your, yeah, you start just knocking hey, it off, and it's like that with everything, insurance, anything. If you do not follow these standards, if you don't do what you're supposed to do according to us, then we're not going to pay you. We're not going to support you. We're not going to do any of that. Like that's, that's all the way across the board with anything these days. It goes back to the whole convenience sure. thing. It's it just is. convenient. You know, it's like, we don't want to make this law, but well, we really want subsidies. So here we go. Here we go. Yeah. And that's right why, down the rabbit hole. And that's what, well, and that's why te- states like Texas uh, uh, and, and, and possibly Florida, you know, they, they, they could literally secede from everybody because they have the tax base to do so. But most states don't. And, and well, a majority of the states don't. And so you start having to listen to what the government says because you because they the you know, the government, the state governments rely on that money. But the airlines, this is the thing that's getting me, the, the airlines making people get in, to get vaccinated to fly. That's a that's a bear. I mean, that's a bear. And and Brazil, even to, to fly out of this country and get in and out, I mean, that's oh, all going to. That's crazy. That's crazy, right? So, that's crazy. and if you see this issue with other countries starting to make you get, you know, Israel was trying to make the passport. You know, and then New York was trying to do the same type of thing. And then that was got that guy got, got shot down. It got shot down in Israel to this point. But eventually, you know, you just you you throw the you throw the, the, the worm out and eventually you just kind of see you drag it along until you can get it done. And, and that's what I feel like is coming, because, again, if it came down to flying or not flying, I think most people are on your side. You know, they're going to get the vaccine. And well, it does take away your rights. I mean, that's taking away your rights. There's, there's no way yeah. around that. Do you know? Um, so, like, what if what if there's an emergency? What if I had to fly this week somewhere? Oh, yeah. Uh, could you fly with only one shot? Or do you have to I get... Have, I'm just going to be honest. I have no idea. No idea. I, this was news to me, honestly. What is the two-shot issue? Do you understand that? Yeah. So, the first <laughs> shot, it, like, 
starts to build your body up, right? This is from my understanding. Okay, so the first shot, it builds your body up. The second shot has a little bit more of the, the virus in it, but then it's got all the preservatives in it that make it last. Does that make sense? Preservatives. And that's exactly what they are. They're preservatives. It's fireball. It, I wish it were because then at least my body would have been ready for it. That, that would, second shot knocked me down. That would explain why my grandma got so wiry after her first I'm shot. Telling you. Is there any truth to uh is there any truth to where if you've already had COVID and you get the uh get the shot that you'll have worse symptoms or side effects than somebody who hasn't had COVID? So I've talked to many, many of my friends about it because a lot of my friends who had never had COVID before had a very hard time with the first one. Like my mom had a more difficult time with the first one, right? She had never had COVID before. She had a difficult time with the first one. The second one didn't bother her at all. She got the Pfizer vaccine though, and it was, you know, allegedly a better quality. So I got the Moderna. Moderna? Moderna? Moderna. Moderna. So then I had no problems with the first one, but I had COVID, not a severe, you know, not like you did, but like my version of, of, COVID was, it was not great, you know, but the first vaccine didn't hurt me at all. Like my arm was really sore. And then I had like, I think I had the sniffles and that was it. Yeah. The second one I had fever. I had rickets like shaking, you know, like, yeah, it was bad. Like I just, I felt terrible for like two days. Like it was not good. But was it, I mean, so basically you just had COVID on a smaller level. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And see, this is what gets me about, and and we we can move on from this issue. But you know, I I had I got pneumonia, and and I can, and I told you before, mm-hmm. it, it, I can see now where why pneumonia kills people. Yeah, you get the flu, and not so bad. Even older people, but pneumonia, mm-hmm. I wanted to I wanted to die. Yeah, there's a corner you turn. Like, are you not looking back on it? Are you not? Do you not see that corner you turned? Where you were like getting better or getting worse, like getting worse. Oh my where god! You, yeah. Like you were like, okay, well, I could have gone to the left or I could have gone to the right, and I went to the right. Like you just went down, and there's nothing you can do about it. I mean, not a thing. And no. and, and when you you can't breathe, right? My oxygen it's got just, down to like 82, which is like just horrendous. It's not great, right? Yeah, they say it's the scariest feeling on it the was scary. on the planet to not be able to breathe. Yeah. It was it was the it was the scariest thing I've probably been through in a, in a really long time, other than uh, other than uh, divorce and getting this dog. Oh God! Other than those two pancakes. Things. <laughs> All right, Poor so we <laughs> <laughs> we have so much so He's much to talk so about. Thick. Well, you know, and let, and let me just tell you this. I mean, because I, I like I like uh, you know I like to go through a few of the things that Biden, I couldn't go through all the stuff Biden tries to do in a week. Uh, oh, mostly mostly sleep or whatnot. But I, I, this is a uh, this is one I saw the other day that I thought was kind of funny. Uh, Biden administration urging Supreme Court to let cops enter homes and seize guns without a warrant. Uh, so this is this is I guess why I'm why I brought that up in, into this situation is this that kind of thing. Number one, with, with with all the problems that the police are having right now, anyway. Number one, right, and number two, is this not start to feel like there's nothing that we can do? Like there's nothing we can do anymore that doesn't have some sort of hand in it. As far as as, as did I do that? Are you doing that? No. What did I do? The motion picture. Oh, man. Are we in a commercial? No, we didn't. Not in a commercial. Of the future. There it is. Sorry. I must have hit something. I thought no, you were getting played off like at the Golden Globes. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know what was <laughs> going on. Well, it didn't even I go just, anywhere. Listen, no, I, I didn't just saw even, glitter. I, what that was. I, I saw glitter. I was like, squirrel. Me and... <laughs> 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 I'm just saying. I don't know why that happened. I was like, can I get some of that on my chant? What's going on? 
God, I miss Candace. Dude, I, <laughs> never mind. But uh, back to my back to my whatever point I'm trying to make here. But but there is a there there is this idea that I, I've always had, which is like you know, you can kind of circumvent staying away from from all government intrusion. Right. You, you, there, you, you know, you could not fly if you don't want to. You can just drive. You cannot go to the store. You can order your groceries now. There's there's ways to stay around some of this stuff. Right. See, I kind of disagree with that. Like, I don't feel like you can get away with any of that now unless you go like 100 percent off the grid. Like, I'm being honest. We're talking about like no phone, no credit cards, no anything like you go move to a mountain and you go off the grid right so that, like anything on whose any, property even, yeah, and then even then google earth i mean somebody's watching you do yeah. you know what i'm saying like there's no way to get away from anything but do we know that that was real do we know that's, that, uh, that's yeah that that's is 100 100 verified true. um because i'm you know i'm very quite liberal person yeah that has five guns <laughs> And if anybody busted up in my house, you're the most to, conservative gay guy I'm I've ever met in my entire life. I'm very okay? liberal. Let's just get that right out. Let there. them come for my guns and see if I don't flip out. We will have a much bigger problem right. on our hands. So, and, and so the issue is, and and this is where these stories get a little bit. When you talk about misinformation, you yeah. know, the issue is they are they are trying to go after. I think is the next step here. They've got the assault rifle, not assault rifle yet completely, uh, but the the what what is it? Uh, when it goes back to back to back to back, it's called uh, automatic. Automatic, yeah. totally automatic. So the next, what I feel like is coming is semi-automatic, right? Well, here's the thing. So here's misinformation as well. Thank you. Talking about um, talking about automatic weapons. So here's the thing. There's there's something called the NFA, and uh, automatic weapons, silencers, and uh, certain other odds and ends are considered class three firearms, mm-hmm. um, which you have to have a certain permit for, which is about three thousand dollars. And that was made in the 30s during the gangster, like when gangsters, people were able to buy automatic Tommy guns. The NFA was started and class three existed and $3,000 made it impossible, except for the incredibly wealthy in the 30s to get to be even legally able to purchase an automatic weapon. Um, Now, $3,000 is not as much today, so it's easier. But here's the thing. The only automatic weapons that civilians are allowed to purchase legally um, are ones manufactured before March of 1986. And I know there's probably someone who can put the exact day on it. Right. Um, that pool is incredibly small and is not growing at all. So not only do you have to qualify and purchase uh, a Class three license, you have to choose from a limited pool of automatic weapons. Civilians do not have automatic weapons. And, can, uh, and it, it, it is not an assault rifle unless it's an automatic Rifle. So, so they are coming for semi-automatic weapons. Exactly, okay, that's let what me, this is for. Yeah, and let me build on his point even more. So, on top of that, then think about me and my brother. We're in rural Mississippi, okay? Where you're thinking, okay, there are guns everywhere. We're both in a gun trust with people that we trust. So, we've built like this thing that you do legally, where you're a group of people, so that if something happened to my brother and he died, I would get his guns. If something happens to me and I die, he gets oh. my guns. It's a chain of command thing. Right. Right? But on top of that, you also have to sign off. Like, if you get a silence or anything like that, then you pay this crazy amount of money. You have this incredible wait time before you can get it. You know, I think he waited like eight, nine months because he bought a silencer from somebody. You have to go through the trust to get it, you know, to do it legally. All this, the whole, the reason I'm saying all this is because we're all following protocol. We're all doing everything that we right. possibly need to do to have these guns. The people that have guns that are a problem did not get them legally. That's right. 
That's all I'm saying. So, so what is the what like I oh god I to mean, be that's, so that's liberal? So I don't understand what the point is of putting so many limitations on guns when the people who are the problem are not getting them legally and they will always have access to them. The problem is not being addressed. Period. Well, I mean, but you can that 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 is an issue that goes pretty much with any major issue, right? I mean, that mm -hmm. that that's like the border right now. You, you basically have people that look like Star Wars, something from Star Wars, living in huts yes. down there right now. And and a year ago, that that was a that was a big huge mess that was only Republicans' problem. And now now the Democrats had the same problem, and we're not nobody's understanding what the hell's going on. And these people are being let into the population. And I promise you, I I promise you. They're not wearing masks, all right? Oh, God, Chris. <laughs> I'm not even going to get mad about it uh, other than the fact to say that that, 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 that what you just said makes the most point, the, the truth about all this. People that want to follow the law are not the problem. They're not. Right? And so, it's so, and so aggravating. And I, yes. And so it's getting really, really hard to try to be a good American, a law-abiding citizen, when you have to sit back and you just watch them only pass things and try to and try to promote things that they want to pass that only affect the person that is trying to be a good citizen. And it's really pissing me off, right? Like I really do, bad. I feel like the idea behind it, like why do you need an automatic weapon? You know, like I feel like the need behind it okay. is there. It is. Why do you need an automatic? Have you now, ever shot one? Semi-automatic. <laughs> I have. Okay. I have. No, it no, is no, like back, no back up. It is like standing under the Golden Gate. I don't know. It is heaven. No, that's but not like, my point. At that's the not same my time, point. that's not my point. Like why? My it's point like, of you ever is, had sex? No. <laughs> exactly. It's like ta -ta 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 Listen, who doesn't love that? I'm saying that it's not about the fact of how fun <laughs> and it feels so much like heaven when you're shooting one. My point is. Just like police officers, a prime example was the police officers out in California about 20 years ago that had to deal with those bank robbers who had the 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 the, the uh, you know the um, armor piercing rounds, and the cops were sitting there getting their heads blown off because they didn't have the right ammunition and guns to fight this battle. When you're when you have a nine millimeter or a or an AR-15, a semi-automatic, and you're trying to shoot somebody or trying to defend yourself against somebody that has one of these guns, it's it's impossible, right? To, to to lay down 75 rounds and then come up and go, you know what I'm saying? It just doesn't make sense. And that's the issue with all of this. I think is it's it's if if the criminal's allowed to have them and, and mow down anybody they want, but you have to be stuck with this idea that you're following the law and you can't you can't protect yourself because you're right. Nobody needs that gun. I've never. It is. It is conversely. Yeah, though, I've never look, ever thought about it that way. Like I never ever thought about the fact that you know, like school shootings and things like that. They come in, they're armed with that, and then we have no way to combat that. I've never thought about that. I mean, that. I mean, what? Do you, well, I'm, I'm sure you're going to just go, like just go, do, like read through like the last few major shootings, and uh, that list will make you sad how big it is just in the last ten years in America. Um, like by an enormous margin, they were. Uh, Gun owners who legally purchased and legally owned those guns, a few exceptions being, of course, uh, like Sandy Hook, Eric. you know, someone, he was not mentally right, you know, right. and someone, I think his mom, if I remember that right, bought those for him. But, uh, yeah, that's the thing. Uh, as far as, as far as the gun issue in America goes, it's like being in the middle of a lake and you're, you're about to drown and you don't know which shore is closer. We can't decide if we want to do a mass exodus, take everyone's guns away or make it super legal and everyone has them so no one's going to mess with anybody and that seems to be this kind of like tearing you don't know which shore to swim to 
first. And um, all I know, and again, this comes, I sound very complacent today. This seems to be a theme for me, but um, yeah, I don't, I, I own guns. I own a few, uh, I don't want to say how many or anything, sure. but I don't know. 600, you told me earlier. Yeah. Uh, well, that's somebody I told you. I have. Um, uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I don't own any that are illegal. I didn't purchase any illegally. Um, and if it came down to it, I'm not going to fight the government on, you know what I mean? Uh, that's how I kind of feel about it is if it's, if it's gonna, just like if it's me driving to California or flying to California, if it's me and my 600, yeah. maybe guns versus <laughs> the U S military, uh, you know what? I'm cool with that. I, I, I don't disagree, I, and I don't disagree with the fact that just because you, you can own an automatic re- weapon, it's definitely it's going to make you any safer because, you you know, if you it's like golf. If you don't use them, you know, if you don't practice with them, which most people probably don't, most people probably have a gun, they put it in their bedside, and, and, it's, and they never use it in their whole life, right? right? So I don't want just anybody with a, you know, a, a, a automatic weapon trying to protect himself and throwing down lead everywhere when, you, when a criminal's probably had practice, right? And so some of this stuff, you got to weigh into that. And that's a joke for both of you that are looking at me like I'm nuts. Uh, regardless. Well, the, no, I think shooting an automatic weapon and golfing are very similar. I get the, I same, I get the same you know, high from both. Do you really though? Because I shot an automatic weapon one time. It is a, heavenly. I mean, it, it is. is. I, I literally looked at it going, "This is the, the dumbest of, thing I've ever seen in my entire oh, life." Oh, I disagree. I was like, "This is badass." No, like I, I, I thought it was badass, but I'm just like, "Why? Why are people allowed to have these? Anybody?" That's what I think too. And you know, to go even further into it, like I think a lot of people are confused about gun control and all these other things. You know, people think that. Oh, they're coming from my nine millimeter, which I mean, good luck getting ammunition for it anyway, right now. But like, um, they think that you know the government is just coming into their house to take their handgun, yeah. you know. And this is not what it's about. Yeah. You know, it's a much bigger thing. But um, side note, I do really like the idea of you know, I'm just saying. We'll be right back. Call in. Call in. We got to We're gonna go. We're gonna get super gay. Super gay with it. To be a part of the show, call us at 808-707-8108. That's 808-707-8108. Or you can email your thoughts to weaver at hvvcast.com. All right. So, but, but before we get into any, anything else here real quick, can I just say this? Can anything else happen in Nashville? I, I, I'm not kidding you. I mean, rain, bombs, ice, tornadoes. I mean, this, this, this place has turned into Sodom and Gomorrah. It is. And like mother nature is on crack, like tornadoes yesterday, <laughs> freezing today. It is so cold outside. God, dang like, it. I don't get it. Saw a thing that said uh, those bachelorette pedal taverns are like cockroaches in the apocalypse. It's like, it's like no matter whether it's tornadoes, bombings, riots. Sure yeah. enough, at nine a.m. the next day, there's a pedal those tavern. Things, those things. Uh, that's what I imagine the bus ride to hell to be. <laughs> when I'm going to hell, I'm going to be on one of those pedal taverns, and I'll be standing right there at the gate. Hello, party of one. I'm not kidding you. I'm not kidding you right now. If mass shaming is a thing. I think I love that we I keep think, coming back to this. I, th- I think <laughs> I honestly believe that in if I in a crowd that I if I if in front Careful. of a bunch of people. Careful. I ran over one of those scooters. Oh shit. Uh, and somebody <laughs> was on it. They leave that, them that everywhere. People would, that people would stop and get out and clap for me. 
They would clap for me. They leave those things <laughs> everywhere. Every time I come to Nashville, I'm like, God, like, you know, I run here a lot. So every time I come here to run, I'm like, holy cow, these scooters are everywhere. Dumped in the street, dumped on the sidewalk. It's box. unbelievable. It and, is and, ridiculous. And I forgot it was winter. And that's why I was like, man, when you go into town, there was like, these scooters are gone. And now, now, like a freaking weed. I mean, they Here they are again. With a vengeance. New models, too. The bird scooters, especially, man. They got like all new bling on it. It's like new, new. <laughs> It's like the like the 2022 models are already out, man. You got are they underwater right now? That's my oh, question. They probably are. So I mean, much yeah, it, it, I've never seen anything like it. And last night I thought, here we go again. We're going to do this again. We're going to flood this whole place out. And and God love my situation here. I I don't know how even during the floods in Nashville, you, you know, ten years ago, I still didn't get n- nothing major. And I I don't know how. I because I live in this I, by this creek over here, and cats and dogs living together, mass hysteria. This is the end of the world. Ugh. I could have some pine brought over if. You know, no, I appreciate that. Thank <laughs> you. All right, so Eric, hello, uh, yeah. present, hello, children. I mean, I hate to just, I hate to just go into issues because, uh, uh, but I mean, this kind of makes sense. So Eric, er, er, Eric is a gay man and journalist from uh, Mississippi, right? And, and uh, I don't say journalist, but uh, I did. Uh, and, and so what I'm, what, what, I, what we want to talk about here is that there's a few things going on right now in, in this country and, and really in the world uh, concerning, uh, and, and let me, let me see if I can say this correctly. Uh, LGBTQ. Q. Plus. Which, which I still, to this day. LGBTQ plus. Right. Okay. You want to so, include, you, we're all inclusive. Right. This but is you a don't, lot. You don't. This you is don't, a lot. Okay. So it you is. don't. First off, you don't necessarily identify with the 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 TQ plus part or not. I identify as a gay man. Okay. So I'm he him. Those are my pronouns. Like I. All right. Explain to me pronouns real quick. Pronouns are very important in the community, and um, like you want to if you're a cis man, like we, I would assume that we all are. Right. We identify. You identify as he, he and him, you right. know, he, him, his. Right. So it's important to identify your pronouns so that you don't offend other people. And it comes down to, you know, just getting along with other people and, you know, respecting what they what they identify themselves where, where would this okay because i don't think people understand how these these pronouns work because i well I, it, it's about caring too so I understand. a lot of people just don't care and right. that's fine but at the same time if you want to respect other people in your community who are different from you then you don't mind just you know recognizing sure. that they want to identify who so, they are we don't we're i'm not, just asking you to yeah. explain how they work so basically i would say him mm-hmm. if i was talking about him in a sentence correct mm-hmm. Yes. How how does that change for what you identify with? So me myself, it would be diff- It wouldn't be no different. So I identify as him as well. Okay. So I'm the same as you guys in this room. So I'm he him his right. as well. Okay. Right. So Ooh. I wake up every day. I'm a dude. I take a shower. I'm a dude. I take a dump. I'm a dude. Right. <laughs> so can you explain the cis yeah. thing though? So that does that make you a cis, cis gay is male? How cis is like what you identify. I was born this way. This is who I am. This is what I identify. Now, as, as far as your sexuality and your so okay, it, no, it's what's the how you identify yourself, like your gender. So you are a man. So a would man. you be considered a cis gay man? No, I'm a cis man. Oh well, okay, yes. Yeah, don't. Yeah, you don't want to bring the gay into it. Okay. It's how you, you're a cis man. You're a cis man. You're a cis man. We were all born as boys. We all agree 
that we are boys. We all what does the term cis come from? Is that an abbreviation for something? Oh God, that's way over my head. Is that just like a biological acknowledgement? It's biological acknowledgement, but that you biologically agree that you were born this way. So, like, if you were a transgendered person, and I want to make it very clear that I do not speak for trans people because I am not one, and that would be wrong. So, if a trans person were to say that they are, you know, cis man, you know, then they are, they believe that they were born as a male. Okay, so it's... So, it doesn't matter what body or what vessel that they were born in, they believe, like, say, uh, a person who was born as a female body y'all this is a lot so let's let's just dig in so a person who feels like they were that okay so a person who is born in a female body right knows that they are a man okay so go here with me okay so you're raised like i was confused for a while growing up you know like i wanted to wear wigs i wanted to do all these things this is going to come up in a minute it's going to come up later i understand so like it i for a long time, I was kind of confused because maybe I had a little bit too much estrogen right. or whatever. But for a long time, I was like, well, maybe I'm a woman in a man's body. Okay. Whatever that means. When did you feel like you made that decision? Like for yourself? And this is this is the problem because a lot of people are like, oh, when did you decide this? When did you make a decision? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Well, this was never a decision. I just always felt that way growing up. Right. So growing up, I was always attracted to other boys Growing up, I always identified as a female. Like, I felt feminine, and I liked, you know, tablecloths and nice lacy things, you know. So, to me, I wanted long hair. I wanted to to be a girl. Like, Ariel was my role model. (laughs) Do you know what I'm saying? So, like, I was very... I I hate the word confused, but to me now, as an adult, as a grown 40, almost 41-year-old man, I realized that, you know, I just like things you know right but i also very much like being a boy you know so you got cis right Uh, i'm a cis man well Mm -hmm. it's a it's a latin prefix so cis is the opposite of trans trans is a latin prefix as well so a trans meaning across from or the other side of and cis meaning on this side of so if you were a you're born a biological boy but you feel you know in your heart i don't want to say feel like you know in your heart that you are a lady that you're a girl, then you are a trans girl. You are a trans lady, a trans woman. Gotcha. Does that make sense? Because you know that you're a woman, but biologically you were born in the wrong body. And I don't know how to, how else to say that and to be. No, I think that's, that, that is Mm -hmm. to me. Okay. Mm -hmm. To me, that makes the most sense. That, that you can, of all the deficiencies and all the different abnormalities or whatever you want to call it, because it is an abnormality for a person to come out with a penis that feels like they should have a vagina. That, that is abnormality in the sense that you have to now, as a human being, try to navigate that stream, even though you feel this way and nobody looks at you this way. So to correct? me, on the, the other side of it, like the word abnormality is offensive. Understandable. I don't like it. Uh, like statistically, yeah, probably. Like, like they don't, they don't, they don't view it as an abnormality. I, I'm a person that you should feel safe coming out to as gay, as trans, or anything like that. Right. So to me, like we're having a conversation, then I would say to you now, abnormality is right. offensive. Okay. I don't like it. 
they don't like it. It's ex- we, it's we exclusive. don't like it. It is exclusive, mm-hmm. and we yeah. want to be all inclusive. Right. I'm talking a purely uh-huh. si- science wise. Hey, Chris, can I can I say something really quick though? Yeah. Because I want to make something clear. We're having a debate right now, and this is very important. But I want everybody to know also that you and I talk about this outside of the oh, show. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And absolutely. I I don't want anybody thinking that you're on like. I, I want everybody to know oh. that this is a conversation that we have. Yes. And Does I'm that make trying sense? And, and and I'm I'm really trying to make want, people understand because yes. some people don't some people don't try to get into a conversation with other another person yes. to understand how this works. Yeah. And we're I not just doing it for the show. No, absolutely. You not. and I talk about no. this in like just when we're regularly talking, Chris and I talk about these things. And I don't want anybody in the gay community or the transgender community or in the queer community, anything to think that we're just putting on a show. No, like, no, 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 You and I talk about this outside of here. We've been talking about it for two weeks. I love the fact that we're talking about it on your show. And well, I feel and like I you want, should be I recognized for to, that. I want people to understand what that this is not just about... The, the, the primary thing is that this is not something that you're choosing to do. Right, and, it's and, not a choice. Right, so my, It my, is not a choice. So when I say abnormality, I truly just mean if you're looking at two genders mm-hmm. where... where only even if you only look at it from a perspective of uh, of and two that's people what it making is. a baby that's what it right? is though like it is your perspective like not saying you but sure. it is an individual's perspective all the way around and lots of people perceive certain things i as a gay man cannot perceive for a moment i'm a gay man that dresses up in women's clothing wears the best wigs <laughs> has a face full of filler and Botox to look like a girl, and I still cannot perceive what a transgendered person feels. And to me, you don't want to exclude them. You don't want to make exclusions for them for feeling the way that they feel. But at the same time, you do have to admit and verbalize that you have no idea what they're going through. You know? Okay, so that being said, even... Yeah. So I, that That's my thing. Like, And that's my thing, too. We, we kind of get stifled... Yeah. We kind of get stifled as, as in society with the fact that we're instead of asking you a question mm-hmm. and not being offended because there are there are a lot of people that are gay that aren't like you mm-hmm. who could who could have me even say any type of they just shut it down right they shut it down instead yeah. of saying that you know what abnormality is is offensive mm-hmm. okay so now I know that right and so now let me clarify where I came from to get to to that like the point i'm trying to yeah, make yeah is not to be that you are abnormal as a human being or whatnot i'm saying in the scientific f- way mm-hmm. uh, that you have a, that you now have to as hard as life is you now have to navigate this other major part of life which is sexuality right, right? sexuality mm-hmm. sexuality, oh, you got sexuality. Right. we got you we got you you we have got to you. now oh, navigate sexuality. this yeah. whole other sexuality. thing mm-hmm. that you that, that set aside from already being a girl or a boy Yes. thinks they're in the but, right body. Yes, but see what words like abnormality, abnormality, <laughs> abnormalities, and sexuality. See what you did. You see what you did. But like it, it puts this like whole thing on it that it's not normal, you know. And that's their biggest thing, right? Is that we try to make exclusions for them, and. The My friend and I have talked about this in length, and it's, it's so hard to be like, okay, well, this is not normal. This is not this. This is not that. Well, who are we to say what's normal and what's not? And it's so hard. It is very difficult for gay people. It's difficult for straight people. It's difficult yeah. for anybody because we don't know what they're going through. We have no idea 
what their mindset is. And the only way we're going to get there is to ask them questions and to keep right. our minds open, right? But even then, sometimes you get you get your your wrist slapped, you know, and it's just part of it. It's just part of learning the process, you know, and just learning, you know, that they need to be included, not excluded. Right. And, you know, we're going to go there. We're going to talk about That's these. Fine. We're going to talk about these sports things and things like that in a minute. But, like, the biggest thing that we need to, to, to say out loud is that no matter what we talk about, no matter how we address the situation, we can't understand what their point of view is. We can't come at this from their angle. Do you know what I'm? Do you I know don't what disagree I mean? with that, and and it's very difficult for everybody involved. And so you just take all of it, you try and learn the best that you can. You love, and you come from it from a place of love with it, and then try to address it. You know, in a yeah. place of I, I want to know more about you. I want more understanding about trans people, all this good stuff. And let hey, how about let's stop killing trans women. Let's you know. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let let's come to a way to understand some kind of central line where the these the, this population is not getting killed this population is not being mistreated this population is being accepted as a norm and give them a platform to work from right okay so may, say what you want to say well i, I want to know your opinion on this you know uh, it seems to me that there's two battles going on at all times maybe more maybe, maybe more. more but I, it, I guess in my head uh, you know as far as people who are not members of the LGBTQ plus community. Mm-hmm. Um, the first battle, of course, being um, acceptance that for years and years, uh, yes. it was just like, wow, they are going to be, we have to stone them to death uh, mm-hmm. off with their heads, hang them uh, for identifying as anything other than, uh, I guess, um, social normal. Uh, uh, so, uh, socially normal. And that's, that's today too. Like it, we're lucky to be here because other countries, very, I mean, that is still very, very relevant, especially in, and you're from Mississippi mm-hmm. as well. And I'm mm-hmm. from South Carolina and Chris is from, we don't even need to get <laughs> West Virginia. Mama. To be fair, to be fair with Chris, they don't care if it's a boy or girl, as long as you're related. <laughs> As long as it's family, oh, yeah, it's all relative. In West Virginia. I tell you, I said one thing that I, I'm just trying to make a point, and I say one thing off the rails, and I'm going to get nailed. We got Bob it. Weaver on the yeah, line now. Yeah. Oh, where's Bob? Hey, Bob. Yeah, yeah, hey, Dad, Dad. Yeah, right. Jesus. We love you, yeah. Dad. The other battle, though, and so for me, I grew up in. Um, I'm from South Carolina, but my entire family is very, very open-minded and uh, shut any hate down. I grew up in a very, very open oh, household. That's awesome. So for me, acceptance has never been the issue, but um. We got a hand. We'll no, say. go ahead. Finish. Finish what you're saying. Uh, the battle that came up to me more and more, especially as an adult, is my job now is to learn how to be the best ally possible. That's it. And for me, it's stuff like like language like that. Like when Chris said abnormal, it didn't hit me as offensive, but I didn't think about like just that. Yeah. That was a little right. lesson. Um, and, and a and lot of it's you didn't like, mean anything by it. And that's no. what that's what's so difficult. To get through. Am I too close? What's no, up? you're great. We do have, we do have a phone call though. Oh, Bring okay. it on. Brady. I'm not sure who this is, though. 402, area code. Just to let you know the show's... You want to see who it is? Yeah, sure. Right Let's see who it is. All right. We got a caller. I, I almost cut the phone line. We off. almost cut it off. Hello, you're on How Valid is the Validity. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. How you doing? I'm, I'm, the, I'm the Nebraska bus guy. Oh, yeah. oh Nebraska. <laughs> yeah. What's up, man? Well, tonight I got my JB welder. Can you bring him down to my the, ear, uh, the old handle, the old handle on the on the door. Oh my god! But I've been listening to you for like an hour now. Love it. Um, 
don't know. You guys, you guys, I feel like you guys view, you know, politics and everything, um, much like most of America does. Oh, that's uh, the problem is like our media, our media just shows up, shows the, uh, the extreme. Oh, I agree. Everywhere. Yeah. I agree. Um, but, uh, um, to the, back to the gun topic. Oh, I love it. Let's no, get back, back to up it. for a second. This, be, this better, you better have one of the best gun questions of all time. I can't wait. <laughs> I don't really have, I don't really have a gun question. I, I just feel like you guys, um, I mean, you, you got a gay guy. Hi. I, I don't mean that in a, in a, in a <laughs> I'm not offended. I'm not offended. here too. I, I, hope I, I, hope I, I hope I use the right pronouns there. Hey, I think you uh, sound hot, actually. Sorry. Did I think you? <laughs> Can I get some of that JB Weld? <laughs> I need some JB Weld on my handle over here. Holy shit, this just think, took a turn for the Thank our work. sponsors at JB Weld. Cold Weld, hot results. They didn't pay me either. Hi, JB Weld. Right, no, so, go ahead. Yeah, please. get the gun question in. Let's yeah. do this. Anyways, um, so you guys have like a really, really kick-ass show going on tonight. Thank you. Um, but uh, back to what I said about like how you guys, you know, feel politics like the rest of the world does for the most part. Um, I, I don't really have anything I can disagree with you with, and I'm, I'm pretty liberal. Um, really? But I, I got my guns. I got my guns, and I, and I like my freedoms. Um, but... Yeah, like, uh, where are you, you at with the vaccination? Where are you at? Smoke your weed too, you know. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a different topic, but <laughs> oh, I'm all about okay, that. Okay. Okay. We listen. I love you very much, but, and I'll, like, I'll send you some more whiskey. I don't but. know. Like, when it, when it comes to like writing rules on on AR-15s, like it's, um, and, and I'll say I'll say it on the air. I, I have I have a deer rifle right. that holds six rounds at two forty three, and. uh I can run through all six rounds in less than a minute, um, which really doesn't make it any more dangerous than anything else. Right. So, like, I mean, well, don't well, underestimate well, it, man. The average American just buy whatever they want. Like, it, you know, we we've got access to guns. Let's just have access to guns. And uh, I, I like the wait period because I I think a lot of people are like, you know what? Today I'm ready to kill my boss. I'm gonna go buy a gun, get things right. done. And if, if, if you gotta wait, if you gotta wait three days, you know. Yeah, like, but the guy, the guy out, the guy in Colorado that just shot up the the grocery store, he he had a, he he bought his legally. I mean, it's, you know, they're, they're, you can't you can't get caught up because it's just like we're talking about with the with the issues that we're talking about right now. It's it's you know you including people, excluding people, masks, no masks, buying the oh, license. Yeah, I have a, I have a very valid point with this. Like I, I feel like a lot of people are like gun control, gun control, gun control, and then they don't realize you know you're not just coming in to take their guns. You know, like they're nine millimeters or whatever. They're just right. not educated, right? And so I then you think about that, me. Like, gun control is good. Well, but, you think right. about me, right? So me as a uh, gay... Don't take them away. Right. So me as a gay man, right? Like I'm a gay man. I live alone. Right. And then I think about the fact if the government decided, like like I'm ignorant, I don't know any better. So then I think that they're talking about my 9mm or my 45 or whatever, right? Right. Because so, I, did, I didn't do any research. That's the way I feel. You see what I'm saying? So I didn't do any research. So then I'm just some Joe Blow off the street who saw something on social media or on, you know, the news that they're 
coming to take my guns away. And then I'm like, oh my God, what am I going to do? Because this is my only line of defense as a gay man who lives alone. Right. And then they're going to come over, you know, whatever. Like to me, it's like we're like 99% just misinformed, number one. Right. And then number two, you try yeah. and take guns away, then how do people protect themselves in their own home? What's to stop people from coming in? Well, it's, it's a like never, it's a cycle. Earlier, like then, at that point, the only people that do have guns are criminals because they don't, they don't go through the, the hoops and ladders to get a gun. I think the whole point you is, know? you know, a deer rifle can become a boss rifle just like that sure. if it's in the wrong it hands. It sure could, you know? like today. Yeah. Well, hey, listen, oh, it, hey, listen. It, the, the one I've the one I've got costs three hundred bucks and it's very handy at around two hundred yards. Like, hey, if you like if said, you call into this send, show to get a new gun, it's not happening. Down range, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, I'm I've watched. Like, it. It, it's really no different than having an automatic rifle, and it's bolt action. I just know how to use it. <laughs> Well, listen, what's hey, listen, the listen. You, if you think this bold, I'm, I might need one of those after this I'm conversation's dying. done. I'm dying. Hey, <laughs> hey, listen, we love you, man. Thanks for calling and uh, keep listening. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, what? Do you guys have another another couple seconds? Well, yeah, go for it. All right, cool. Um, so then uh, I, I called when you guys were talking about the gun thing, and then you guys got on the whole uh, pronouns and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I grew up, I grew up in a town of 6,000 people and in that town, there were four black people. All four of them grew up across the street from me. Um, but like, I never, I never really understood that. Like not including someone thing. Right. Well, I mean, and, um, so, like, when it comes to when it comes to the pronoun discussion you were talking about, I feel like a pronoun is much like your first name. You know, like people are like, "What's your name?" and you say, "This is my name," and people say, "I mean, they don't now, but they might in the future." What's your pronoun? And right. then you say whatever your pronoun is, and I, I feel like it's exactly the same thing. Like, it's simply what you prefer to be called as. Like, you can say your first name is whatever the hell you feel like saying. Just like you could do the same thing with your pronoun, and uh, so like, that's a good point. I don't like, know, as, I, as long as you're not hurting anybody, like it's kind of my thing. Like, like I don't think you know how relevant your comment now just was, yeah. because so many of us now, like even our emails, we say, okay, thank you, Eric. Pronouns he, his, him. So so many people in our community already do that. So I love that you, you know, right. brought up that it's, it's just like your name, because especially trans people in their identification process, you know, they very often will change their names, you know, like they will either well, shorten the other, their names. The other whatever. thing I feel mm-hmm. is it's, it's not hard to ask because just like it's you genius. are tonight on the air, yeah. it, it's not like you're not offended by somebody that doesn't know. Oh, no. Well, why why would you be? Yeah. Like if they don't know any exactly. better, how I mean, you're like as a Christian, are you really gonna, you know, persecute somebody who doesn't know Jesus? Or, or what you know, you, why would you why would you do that? If you're in public, what, what so you have to tell somebody you're gay first, right? For them to want to know what your pronoun is. Sure. Right. Well, I mean, or well, 
I don't know that you would have to tell them that you're gay. No, you don't. You don't. No, you you want to just <laughs> tell them how. Hey, easy there, Cujo. Hey, hey, listen, hey, listen, listen, hey, listen. I love the question. We got to, we got to do, we have to take one break and then we're going to come back. Don't go anywhere. I love it. Don't go anywhere. All right. I promise you, this is going to be the worst thing you've ever. I'll stay here. The hell you will. Sponsors of how valid is the validity? Audison, Audison amplifiers. Feel it. Hertz, Hertz Marine and Car Audio, hear what you've been missing. Verdoliac Law Group, let us help you. Aurora Nutriscience, true liposymol supplements. Guidance Whiskey, look for guidance. Cartronics, customize your ride. Sony, Car Audio 2.0. Titan Motoring, don't just customize, personalize. Chris Weaver Band, live and streaming entertainment. How valid is the validity? Wednesday night, 7 Central, 8 Eastern. And I say king. Stai ascoltando. Anata WA Kirai Masu. Estás escuchando. Você está ouvindo. No matter how you say it, you are listening to. How valid is the validity? Doctors and nurses make their living trying to help others, but they are human beings, and human beings sometimes make mistakes. When a doctor has worked for 24 hours straight, fatigue and lack of focus can lead to critical mistakes being made. Other times, it's the policies or system that's to blame. For example, when a doctor or nurse comes in on their shift, they are forced to rely on charts and records created by others. Sloppy paperwork or inaccurate record keeping can give the doctor an incomplete picture or even worse, the wrong picture and that can lead to serious injury or even death. It's called preventable medical error. Recent studies claim that preventable medical error causes up to 400,000 deaths a year. That's nearly as many deaths as caused by smoking. When this happens, those responsible must be held accountable to compensate the injured person or their family. But the good news is, just like you and I are required by law to purchase auto insurance, doctors also get insurance coverage in case they accidentally hurt someone. For help, call the Verdoliac Law Group. We'll be right back. All right, I'm not going anywhere. Uh, no, <laughs> you have to go. <laughs> he has to go. I gotta, I gotta get this show moving here. Oh, I, I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> He's just muted. I got to. We're not. You know, these phone calls are another ball game. It's hard to understand, like how they. Uh, you know, I'm not used to it because oh, he, he he call he does call. Yeah. And then I don't, you know, we don't know how to how to get move, move through stuff because he it's, it sounds a little delayed a little bit. He he hung up, but yeah, I mean, well, he could have been sitting on on hold for a minute too because I'm not always looking at the queue. Yeah, he definitely was because he he was still there. He he's been on for a while because we were talking about guns and then we move into this yeah, other stuff. That's why I need a. You don't need anything. Yeah, <laughs> I need another monitor. So so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you do. You know what, man? Uh, I'm going to no, take care, care of that for I'm you. Just no, no, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Hey, everybody, just wanted to let you know we could, we don't have any seats left for the show coming up this Saturday with uh, Jared Neiman, Love and Theft, Ward Gunther, and myself uh, at Sunny's. But you can go to the Chris Weaver uh, Facebook uh, page and purchase the live stream uh, that we're going to have on Saturday night. Eric's going to be there. It's going to be a great time. I'm looking I forward to it. I can't wait. Are you excited? about it oh my god i'm so excited i love that i started working on getting to this show like months ago and i was like this is the only thing i want for for my birthday because it's such big names in nashville you know except for that weaver guy all right so i before, before <laughs> uh, you said big names all right so let, let me let, <laughs> wow yeah 
Okay. My shadow is really, I know what my shadow is. Um, so uh, here, here's what got me. Okay. First off, let me backtrack a little bit before, before I get off too far here. And, and I just want to say this, that as far as the word abnormality or abnormal. Okay. I, this is what I have a, this is what I have a little bit of an issue with is that we decide to use science at, at, at like it's a sword and, mm-hmm. and instead of this all all being an all-encompassing situation uh and so i i guess not even from perspective uh, viewpoint but you know there is this one thing that, that 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 is there's no question about it right you have to have one part of a man and one part of a woman to make another person so all these issues that we talk about people having could never have happened unless those two things occurred Okay, so uh, so basically what I say as far as a person's mindset having to navigate through a body that they don't necessarily agree with. Okay, it's scientifically or naturally naturalistic natural. What is the word I'll be? What's the whatever the word is, but naturally the form of nature is not right. Right. So it's it's not even about being normal as far as what somebody else thinks of you. If you cut your genitals off, right, if we all just went to Ken dolls and Barbies, okay, mm-hmm. where does this argument go? Where, where, If we had no genitals, nobody had any genitals, do we still have this conversation? It's the difference between being alive and living. Okay. You know, all you need to stay alive is grass and water, you know, theoretically, maybe some sunlight, but, you know, you don't really want to live like that. So it's... There's a really good essay I read one time that argued that the worst thing that ever happened to mankind uh, was agriculture, because instead of being nomadic hunter gatherers, when your whole day was, I got to wake up and not get eaten and eat just enough to be able to live another day. And that was it. And there was no, I really doubt there was any, there was no such thing as an LGBTQ plus movement at that time. Sure. Although people probably identified with that at the time, you know, this was thousands and thousands of years ago. And people were a lot more primal and open about it than we are now. But uh, anyway, this essay argued that it was either the best or the worst thing because once we became agrarian, we settled down and we had time for hobbies. We had time to make music, to make art, well, you, to, yeah, to you, think about not just how we feel physically, but how we feel mentally and emotionally. So, yeah, you need some some of these chemicals, some of these chemicals, and one of these and one of these to make a life, right? But to live a life is what all this so is about. So I'm going to ask we're, again. Yeah, I'm going to we're ask not again. talking about reproduction. I, I, but, right, we're not. But I'm, so I'm going right. to ask again. Mm-hmm. If you take genitals and the feelings that come with being sexually attracted to somebody else mm-hmm. out of this equation, where are we with this issue? Well, I mean, I've got, I've kind of got a problem with that in okay, general. That's fine. I'm just, this, yeah, I'm just yeah, asking. But, but let me tell you why, though. Like. Here's the thing, like you have to understand that the fact that we're having this conversation is already here. This right. is already 150% from where we've been. Right. So this is already a positive movement, this conversation. But then secondly, like it shouldn't come down to genitals. It shouldn't come down to uh, like uh, it takes a man and a woman to have a baby or whatever. It, it, it literally is about what you're willing to put up with and what you're willing to not put up with. If you know that you're a man, Say you knew something about yourself that is undeniable, okay? So you just know that that's who you are, that's what you are, that is everything that is your being, and then 
because society's norm says that you have to be this certain way, then where are you with that? This is why suicide rates with transgender people is so extremely high. It's because, I mean, come on. Like, what are you supposed to do? Right, but if, like if, if nobody, here's what I'm saying though. But would anybody t- give a shit? It what how you you're if, talking how about you hypo- lived? If you if you if you went into public and you dressed as a woman and, and everybody knew you were mm-hmm. what? Because you, that that's what essentially what needs to happen here but, is that everybody needs to look at everybody else as not a man or a woman, but whoever they feel like they are inside. But the only reason oh, I'm you glad can, you got there. <laughs> right, right, no, I'm that's so, good. Right, yeah, but, I'm but glad understand you got there. This. I went somewhere else. If, with you, it. if there glad. is no man and woman. Mm-hmm. Then, then there is no gender. And I get that. Other people who are not like you are not going to get that. Do you know what I'm saying? And they're just not. They're I understand, not. but I mean, essentially... But I'm so glad that you went there just now. Because but it's the truth, right? It, so, that's the way it should be. Like, gender should not be an issue. Unfortunately, it is. Because this group of people, this select, important group of people, they don't want it to be about gender. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it shouldn't be about gender. They want to be included. They don't want to be excluded because they're in a body that they should not have been in. And I'm, 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 I'm t- and that's what I'm saying. Yeah. If my, for instance, like he made a vow. This is, this is a big point that I don't think a lot of people understand. Mm-hmm. It's just like somebody was telling me the other day. Well, Tyler Reed was here, and he said that eighty percent of the population still listens to terrestrial radio. If you live in Nashville, you don't think that that's the case at all, especially if you're in the music industry. Right, it's Spotify, it's iTunes, it's oh, all this. Martina stuff. McBride just went like public saying that she does not listen to country radio at all. Right, and and that's but the, it she, blew my mind. I'm talking about if you like music, if you just like to listen to music, you still listen to the radio. And he made this valid point, and it was the same for me. Five thousand people lived in my town. We had two black students the whole time, and one of them was gay. Now that never came out until later in life, but the point I'm trying to make is that a big part of this population when you and then you t- forget about people's ethnic ethnicity and their in their race and their all the other stuff that goes along with the same type of conversation but different but you're you're talking about skin right. color people don't there do you realize the population the gay population in this country is only like 1.7 percent it, it could fit into new jersey, new jersey mm-hmm. right so right. no there's not a lot of people that have been around this type of situation and people that or at least are willing to come out and say that they feel this way so that other people can help or, or learn at a young age because let's face it a young age would make a lot of difference if you because kids don't have a problem with anybody it's until you become an adult it is a learned it nature is versus, a learned culture nature versus nurture for sure so my point again i'm not trying to i, I i'm really trying to boil it down because sometimes i feel like it's like this computer when things get when 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 you put all this stuff on it, mm-hmm. and and it starts to go bad because the programs don't talk anymore, right? Or or the hardware is not talking to the software, or whatever the case is. You what is the first thing or the last thing you start? You you just go. You know what? I'm wiping it. All right. So right. I'm gonna build on that. So like, you're talking about numbers. We're talking about you know that the gay community. We're talking about the gay community and the trans. Three point five percent. I'm sorry. Yeah. So the. The gay community, the trans community, those are two different things. 
So for people just tuning in, we're identifying different roles, different aspects. But let's talk about Mississippi. Let's just, that's where I'm from. I know the facts there. And I've been working with one of the members of our community who works strictly with with transgender people to make things happen. This person is also on the board of the ACLU who fights for rights of all Americans, you know, and, and differences all day long. That's what he does. So who he happens to also be a transgender man. Okay. okay? So we're talking about numbers. Okay. Cause that was a big deal. So there are 2.9 million residents of Mississippi. Okay. There are 13,500 to 16,000 transgendered residents. Now that blew my mind already. L- high or low? Like the fact that I, it's higher than I expected. It is. It just is. It's Mississippi, right? So then that's just my, you know, social conditioning right. kicking in, thinking, oh, well, wow, there's all these thousands and thousands and thousands of people who are transgendered in our state in a culture where it's not accepted at all. Okay. Okay. So then of all those people, there are 1,600 trans youth people. So these are young people in school, 1,600, right? These are now kids that are under 18. These are under 18 kids who are going through some crazy stuff in Mississippi. Okay. And then of those, 800 of them identify as male to female transition. Okay. Okay. So as you well know, we just passed a bill in Mississippi. And I say we collectively because this was done as a state. Right. To not allow these male to female students, these young people, to play sports. However, if you are a female transitioning to male, well, they're just like, go out there and get your head knocked off. We're fine with that. So if you're a female wanting to be a boy. If you're a female wanting to be a boy, then you can go play sports. You can go do whatever you want to do in the state of Mississippi. And then our governor drops a bomb. Like, I mean, I don't mind speaking out against him. I just, I don't like it. I understand. But he drops a bomb and then he says, well transgenderism should not be socially accepted. First okay, of all, that's ignorant. That, that, first that, that's of all, ignorant. transgenderism right. is not a word. That's right. the first battle we were talking right. about. I'm, just, I'm just bothered by the fact that he releases a public statement and, and then he's using jargon <clears throat> that's not even, it, this is, it's just ignorance. That's placating it really towards is. The, the base. And then he goes back and then he says, well, you know, we're not really worried about this. We're just doing it because we have to do it. Like, it's embarrassing to me. Well, if you're not really invested in this, why are we doing it? Do you see what I'm saying? Like, if he thinks it's not a problem, why are we doing so it? So where are you? Let's let's stop right there for a second, because this was something that we, we kind of talked about earlier, touched on. Where where are you on males turning into females and then playing uh, sports? See, see, that's a problem. Okay. So we don't we can't say it that way. Okay. Males are not turning into females. That's that's Ma- that's not okay. But I mean, literally, they, they are trying to change their bodies to do that. Right? They're not trying to change anything. That's who they are. Right, but they have to because of nature, but because of what they were given, mm-hmm. they have to if to get this to where they I'm, want to get to. Yeah, this is what I'm saying though. This is what's offensive. Oh wow! Is, and, and it's so that's a bear. Diffi- that's a bear. It, it is, and it's so difficult because you're not the only one affected by it. Straight, cis, white men are not the only ones affected by it. Gay people are affected by it. Lesbians are affected by it. We're all affected because we we are having a such a... Di- I'm so glad you brought it up because we're having such a difficult time. Like, giving credit... Well, credit's a bad word. Like, identifying what's wrong in the way that we address this. Right. Do you see what I'm saying? 
So like, we can't say that they're trying to change. They're not trying to change. They are literally just trying to live. I want you to watch be it. like you and I are being in the bodies that we're born in. So here, here's what got me on this. It's so frustrating. It, it is for frustrating. everybody. I, I mean, and, and especially as a gay man and, and trying to still, you're trying to navigate new waters and a whole, I mean, it's, it's just really interesting to see, you know, that you, you, the, the hurdles that, that even if you come from a place of, of compassion or trying to learning or whatever, Absolute understanding, it's unbelievable that you still can't things that, it, it really it is going to it is it is a whole th- I, I I definitely it understand is. more why people now are trying to get children to understand and and relate to this at a whole different level because how I grew up and how most people grew up at, to this point was very much you know this is what a man is this is what a woman is this is what a yes. gay person is I was so lucky this, I was so lucky watch this commercial oh my gosh. Sawyer is an old soul girl. She immediately wanted to grow her hair out. It made me feel good and confident, and it made my insides match my outsides. This was a kid who knew who she was from such a young age. And Okay, so that that commercial, uh, obviously, you know, this has been, this issue in particular has been the the the, the, the fodder for so many things that are going on right now because right. again when it comes mm-hmm. down to kids mm-hmm. right there's right. this it's it you know politicians weld this 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 sword and and on numerous issues when it comes to children it's a we're going to save the kids we're going to do this for the kids right. society be damned the kids will be taken care of i totally i'm following so here you've got not only to, so understand from from <clears throat> basically i'm not the only one that needs to understand Right. No. So as a gay person or a transgender, you also have to understand that there's years and years of whatever the hell's been put in my head. Right. It's conditioning. Right. Yeah. That, that is going. So this whole idea, this goes back to uh, numerous other issues, whether it's whether it's color related or whatever the case is, that, that there are martyrs. People don't want to be martyrs. Right. People don't want to be the, the, the people that make a movement and start a movement that may not reap the benefit of what they've done. And that's but a some, big problem. Some people do that. I understand, but like no, I go out on a limb all when the you're time. talking about one percent, one point six percent of the gay population is considered transgender. That's not a big. That's not a big group, right? So you're, you, they're they're fighting a very uphill battle against the rest of the population. And so what I'm saying is, this encompasses five different things. You're talking about two lesbian women adopting a child. Which is its own thing. The lesbian being something. The the, the same sex marriage. Uh, that's one thing. The same uh, same sex marriage. Then adopting a child. The child then not knowing or realizing that it's a boy or understanding that it's a boy, but wants to it feels like a girl. Right? You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? There are so many things to dissect and try. Some people haven't gotten past the two women being married. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So my my question is to to this point. It's like. Is it possible to try to understand the gay issues that you know by themselves that you that you're still dealing with the people that, that just gay people are dealing with by themselves, and then to now have this? Does this not is not is this not causing a serious problem with gay people and their view towards trans 
transgender and all the other different letters and, and pluses? And is this not is this not causing and, and losing some of the validity that that has happened and, and, and some of the movement that you guys have made to this point? Is that not causing some problems? Listen, so there are issues in any groups, right? So there there are issues everywhere, right? But problems, I wouldn't call it a problem. I wouldn't because most people in my community, I would like to think we come from a place of love. So, right. I mean, I'm just saying. So to me, I'm accepting of all of it. So to me, I just want to get educated. I just want to learn about it. I want to knock the ignorance out and just move forward in a place of love where we're all accepting, all encompassing, straight, gay, trans, whatever. Like, I don't care. Whatever you want to do is whatever you feel like you need to do, whoever you think that you are. I want to, to, I want to be welcoming of that. The difficult part to me is that sometimes in my welcoming, in my all-encompassing, you know, I get my, my, my hands slapped a lot. They're like, well, you can't, like we're going to do in about two seconds. So, like, you get your hand slapped because you're like, well, you don't know whether it, to refer to a person as male or female, so then you say it. You can't do that. Like, that, it's a big no-no. Like, you don't want to ever refer to a person as an it, you know? Like, they're just very, to us, they're small, very specific details that you don't want to miss. And to them, that's everything. Do you know what I'm saying? Right, but so, I mean, you cannot, this is never... As, if I were to think, just give me a second. Yeah. If I were to think of a straight man who has never dealt with these issues before, right? So I've been an out gay man, an out gay drag queen, like for years and years and years, for 22 years, okay? So, and I also came from a place where my mother let me just be who I was, you know? And like my dad was not on board, but he also never like mistreated me because I was different, you know? Yeah. So I came from a place that was accepting. Let's just be honest. My mom let me go in drag for Halloween when I was eight years old, you know? So... If you were to come from a place where you hadn't had no education, where you had had no uh, knowledge, I say education loosely, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like you had no knowledge that there are these different people out there and that they should be accepted because you come from a place where uh, it's just not okay because it's not normal, you know, then, I mean, how are we supposed to expect people to adapt, right? So then you don't want trans people, gay people, all these different genres and wonderful colors of people coming to you and being like, well, I don't accept this. I don't like this. This this hurts me, blah, 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 blah. So then, you know, they, a lot of people get on a soapbox and then they're like, uh, they want to punish you because you didn't know any better. And that's where we are as a culture. And it's not just straight people. It's gay people. It's people of color. It's everything. We're in such a cancellation color right now that our cancellation culture, uh, culture right now where everybody is just like, well, you should know better. But, but Andy, that's it. You should know that. Andy, Andy made a point last week, I think, two weeks ago, about mm. who are these people, right? And so th this is this is another issue. Who are these people that are canceling people? Because I I, I, I promise you, the Eminem thing was a big deal when 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 he said that he was trying that somebody on TikTok started a cancellation with trying to cancel Eminem, and I mean millions. Millions of people commented on it. Thousands of people made videos of them going, you don't know Eminem. You don't know. Right. But you could not find videos of anybody trying to cancel him. I don't know. There was know. like one video of a girl that seemed like that they played that they wouldn't, you, they didn't, you couldn't even hear her talk. I could not find who was trying to cancel him. 
Well, I mean, that just may be publicity. But that right. may have been in publicity. But what I'm saying is, who knows? Right. So you're not going to. Life is a bell curve. You have the idiots of the world, the smartest people, and and you hope never to really meet either one of you're them. Right. Because, right. So you're are, right. Are it's majority, people, is the majority of society really? Chris, it, it's the people trying to justify their hate. That's the problem. Right. So why do we care about them? I care about them because they may be trying to make my life harder. Do you know what I'm saying? And on the pendulum, the pendulum swings. I'm with you. The pendulum swings. So there may be, you know, really ultra conservatives who think that I'm trying to make their lives harder. And they don't want to make exceptions for me or for transgender people or whatever. But let's, I mean, let's just be honest. Why are you like, why are you so worried about these these people who just want to be themselves? That's my problem. Like, why? Why do you not try to why be accepting any, of them? But, but see, this goes. This all ties together. You, toge- you I know, know what I mean. This all ties together. You can't stop criminals, and you can't stop dumbasses from being dumbasses. Like this is not, and not only that, this is generational dumbass, right? This isn't. You, you're going to have people that are growing up in places that never saw a gay person come out, or a transgender person, or a black person. They're, these these people are going to exist. They exist, mm-hmm. and and to try to explain to them. Again, going back to the point what I, that I made before, that they right. couldn't even get past the two women being together, let alone right. a small child making a decision to do something else. I totally get that. And I've got my own issues with that. You know I do. Because I was that small child, and then I grew up and was like, God, thank God, this is a bigger issue. But thank God I wasn't allowed to change my you know, my genitalia. Thank God. Because, and this is what I'm talking that, that about. Is a, that because is a, until I was 25, with that? 26 years old, listen, it's par for the course. Because my story is not like everybody else's story, right. right? So it's all individualized. So thank God I had parents who were like, mm, let's wait. Let, you know, my mom was like, ah, no, no, no. You know, because I wanted to be a girl. You know, I wanted to do female things and all this stuff. And then I got 25, 26 years old and I was like, oh, I'm a boy who just has a little bit too much estrogen. I mean, honestly, I like. So how do you? How does that make you feel? Whatever. Well, how does that make you feel? Not that the the child feels the way they feel. To me, like obviously, I like in life and as an advocate, as a nurse, you know, like I want to advocate for that child. I do, but at the same time, if that's where that child is at that time, then so be it. You know, I want her parents to support her. I'm going to say her because that child identifies as a girl, right? So I want her parents to support her. Now, if you were to ask me, and my opinion, first of all, it's none of my business. Right. Number one, it's none of my business. Like, why am I worried about that? And at the same time, I also am a little, I'm just being honest, and this will probably piss a lot of people off in my community, (laughs) but why am I being conditioned by something that is none of my business? Like, you... If I, oh my God! I mean, that's a, that, that's, that's all I'm saying. I mean, that's a beautiful so like, point. That's what a beautiful if, point. I mean, I understand that you want me to be more understanding of the culture, and that you want me to be educated on the culture. But at the same time, if you want me to stay out of it and to to stop, like, it's it's a double edged sword, and we're all affected by it, everybody, because you want to be understanding, you want to be accepting, and all this stuff. But then at the same time, you're like, well, what am I doing here, like? I'm seeing this. I'm concerned about this child. Where, like, where's the line? Like, do I intervene? Do what? I stay out of it? What's next? It's that's all. A, that's a solid point. It's to me. It's none of my business. That's between this family. They're an adopted family. I'm so glad that these women took this child in. I'm so glad that these women are accepting of this child and that they are reaching out 
to to help this child grow and to be accepting and you know they're fostering but that kid's not going to be the one that decides if if it gets estrogen or ta- or gets testosterone or gets whatever to to right it's the kid's it's, not going to decide ultimately that. until that child is 18 years old it's up to the parents right but some people are saying that's not the case right now correct right and so i want to ask you right. real, just before we get too far Oh, we're already, said, yeah, we're already from, over the edge. A, I mean, we but, are because it's such an unknown territory that we're all and we're uncomfortable I'm, and we're scared. I'm learning, so, and so it's I'm, fear. I'm surgically, surgically speaking, you know, I would be it, it terrified. Is, it is an optional surgery. Any 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 procedure that is not done to mm-hmm. literally keep you from dying right. is an optional see, surgery. So only say optional mm-hmm. in in that sense, not not in that it, it need, is not that it needs to happen. But I just you know what I mean. It is. Um, so, uh, like the, the girl in the commercial, uh, you know, and, and it's not your situation and their situation is their own and that's their decisions to make. Um, now wh- what age were you when you, when you wanted, when you, fir- when you first, when it first took over your mind? Like I, I could want never, to- ever, ever remember a time feeling like I was a boy. Like you can look at pictures, me and my brother, my brother is very conservative, very who he's also the most loving supporting person I've ever met in my life. But he's very conservative, very Republican. And in all of our pictures, he has a football and I have a baby doll. Or he has a foot you know, a basketball and I have a teddy bear. Like you can see it. There's a very specific picture of us waiting to go to church and we both have our ties on. We're wearing the exact same outfit because we're, you know, twenty months apart, you know? So we're wearing the same outfit. My brother's sitting there with a football I have a teddy bear. He's sitting like this, and I'm sitting like this. Like, it's very specific. You can see it. It's all in the picture. And I couldn't have been more than seven years old. Well, say at seven, and this is this is the hypothetical I'm really, really curious about, because um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how old you, you are, but you're, you're an adult. Uh, I'm 41. Wow. That, I would not have guessed that, actually. I know, filler. Um, so as a 41-year-old gay man identifying as he... His, you know, his mm-hmm. he has him. Excuse me. Um, what if um, at a very young age, you at, when you really wanted it, you were allowed to make the physical change that you I wanted? would have to say now that it would have been a mistake. How I would so have to say if you went if if that happened, and I wanted it. If your life happened like that, how do you think as a trans woman at forty one in twenty twenty one, you would be navigating what's going on today? Like, I have no idea. What person do you think you would be? Like, I think it would have been a mistake. However, I mean, I mean, I just think it would have been a mistake. Right. So are so parents allowed, are, are parents, should parents be allowed, especially in that type of situation, to let their kid make that choice no. at seven? Listen, no. And here's the thing. Like, I feel like nobody can make an informed, this is from coming from healthcare, not gay, straight, any of that. This is a healthcare point of view. No one should be allowed to make a decision to change their body in that manner until they're of, you know, a maturity to understand what their body is. And that's not going to happen until you're an adult. It's just not. And this is where I'm going to get flack. This is where people are going to throw things at me. I don't care. But to me, you don't have an understanding of your body and your wants, your needs, your sexuality, you, those things don't come until later. Right. So how can anybody disagree with that? Everybody's been a kid. That's one experience we can all say that if you're still alive right, right now right. And, and you're above 18, you have been mm-hmm. a child. Right. Right. So how can how can anybody 
how could anybody with this one question, do, could you have made every decision for your life at no. seven? Nobody no. could do it. And so why does sexuality, why, why is that? Sexuality. Why, why, why can't I say that word? Sexual chocolate? Sexuality. I say sexual chocolate. Listen, no, you're right. Like, and if we're, if we're looking at it like this. But but sex, what I want to make clear sex, yeah. is that just because I don't think that you should be able, as a child, to make that decision, that I don't feel like you should be able to cut your body parts off and things like that, as a child, I do feel like you command respect. You command uh, uh a responsibility of your parents to support your feelings and your your needs and and I don't feel like parents should be able to be like no you are not you were born with a penis you are not a girl you're a man you're a boy like to me I you have to advocate for these kids you do you have to speak up for them and it's not fair that I come from a place it's not right that I come from a place where all of these strict laws Bills are being passed, like against these this half group of people, right? And be like, okay, well, if you're a girl and you are biologically a boy, but you know you're a girl, and you can't play for girl teams, but the the boys, the trans boys, it's fine. They can go play for a boys team. Like if you're gonna put restrictions on things, you better get your shit together. Now, That's what, all I'm okay, saying. So my, like, what is the difference between that and gun control and everything else? You're controlling a whole group of people. You're mistreat. You're using kids to prove your point. It's it, it's it, it bothers me. It comes back to the bathroom thing. Like, if you're so bothered by bathrooms, then make all the bathrooms individual bathrooms. Like, I'm I'm just so bothered by all of this bullshit. It's just okay, piling now, up. See, the bath- I'm bothered. No, that, it, it it is piling up, and it's only piling up because again, I have I have my issue right now is that. Let's just say mm-hmm. of, of the people that have been surveyed that 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 America there's had nine surveys, I think, and five of them were in the United States. OK, the, 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 one of the, and, and also we're leaving out one major thing here uh, that 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 a small group of the small amount of, of, of gay and lesbian and transsexual people in the United States. There are still I think it was eight million people identified as as lesbian, uh, gay or bisexual, but 19 million so more than double the amount of people that that actually identified as a something other than where what what they were in mm-hmm. had has said that they were or have been in some sort of bisexual situation. Oh, right. And so now, now, granted, and that's just the people who admit it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. No, no, I'm not kidding you. That, that that's exactly right. So there there is a there is an underlying issue here where a lot of people aren't saying. These are not saying what needs to be said because they do not want people to look upon them at whatever way, right? Exactly. Chris, the person who would burn my house down would be the same person who would share a bed with me. I have always I'm said- I'm not even playing- I, I, No. Like, I, I, like I, people I, I, who are the most like outspoken against gay rights- That you've always- That's exactly rights, right. That's exactly I, I, right. I have proved it over and over again. The same like hardest, like hard-ass conservative asshole- Extremes are not good anyway, but the biggest dick- like literally would be like, hey, you want to hook up on Friday night? Right. Like what the hell? Yeah. Like that is a real thing. It is real. It happens all the time. So my, I guess going back, you can't and fight these battles. Right. Right. So, you know, again, to me, it just the, the, this idea of the criminal having the the assault rifle and and we're the law abiding citizen can't. So the majority bothered. of the people are the law abiding citizen. That that otherwise this we wouldn't be where we're at. That so a majority of the people follow the law, 
a majority of the people just want to get to where they're trying to go to, right? right, right. And, and if you want to mandate something that doesn't seem that big of a deal, I'll deal with it, right? It's complacency. That's the, that's the issue. I agree. It's I not, agree. It's not how many bad people Stagnant. there are. It's how loud they are. Uh, there's, a, there's a painting that's been hanging above my toilet since I was five years old. It's Dante. It says, uh, the hottest places in hell are reserved for those who in times of great moral crisis maintain their neutrality. And that's the problem. <laughs> it's the it's not the loud minority, the loud criminals. It's how quiet the law-abiding people are. You know that's why the that's why the argument about well, good you know guns in the hands of good people is is why we need to have these rights. That is great, but not enough good people are stopping enough bad people. And that's what that's why the argument is coming up at all or any bad people it's it's it, it, you just any, you just really have people. these crusaders on both sides that are just kind of uh, you know writing the narrative because it sells newspapers and things because i i think that oh uh, that is real right oh, yeah. that is real you have thing. people that are bullshit advocates like seriously like people who say they're on your side people who say they're going to advocate for you and then this i mean and the lgbtq plus community uh like you're not well and that's that's something as an adult i've learned like i had to go through college and be uh, like one of two people from the South and this enormous group of people. And it was, you know, like I said, acceptance was never my issue, but learning how to be a good ally was the kind of jokes you shouldn't say, the kind of pronouns right. you should use uh, and stuff like that. And what I learned, it, you can't just accept and be an ally. A uh, true ally is being a loud ally. It's, it's correcting, it's correcting language. It's, it's uh, stopping the bad people. But you're, but you're, and, and but you're also in, making the assumption. Here's the other problem with you, and, and, and you're right. But a lot of people, most people, do not have their own shit in order to be able to go talk about other people's shit. They're ignorant. Like, well, but I'm and, saying, and I hate that word. But really, they just really have never been around it. They don't know any better. Like, and then why did they want to? Why did they want to even worry about it? They've got their own shit going on. Right. But again, you live it. Every day, I do, and so it's, and it's almost share. like a white person coming out and talking to somebody about a black person's feelings and thoughts, and it's right. And, and so that is like it's, it's a whole other thing. But th- but it's it's the same idea. It's like I can be an ally, but but how loud can I get? Because I really don't understand. And it's that's the problem. Right? That's the problem okay. that I'm having. That's the problem that I'm having. And you and I talked about this earlier. It's like I want to speak out for trans people, and I want to be I. I'm saying right here in front of the world and everybody that I'm a safe person to come out to. I'm a safe person to tell me that you're trans. Like I will advocate for you. I will protect you. I will do everything in my power to be safe, to, to give you a safe place. Sure. I will. However, I'm flawed. I have shortcomings as well. My, the, one of my closest friends that is a trans person, we had to have a conversation last week because I was like, listen, this may be ignorance and I just need to know like, why with the sports thing, right? Why can't we just make this co-ed sports group in these schools? Like, you guys, all girls, all boys can play together. Those scholarships can be, you know, just grouped among you. You know, it's it's your own thing. It's a co-ed thing. And then, you know, my friend said to me, because it's exclusive. Like, you've excluded us. You've taken us. You've put us in a box. And that's part of the problem. And I, for real, in my head, thought that was the answer. Like, to me, for real, as a gay man, right. who, with my own struggles. That's a valid point. Who is completely accepting of trans people, who wants to be an advocate for trans people, and then I'm doing something wrong, too. Do you see what I'm saying? Absolutely. They want to be inclusive. They want to not be 
pointed out, put on a cross, whatever you want to put, like whatever you want to say, this is a very difficult situation and we're not going to get anywhere without having conversations with trans people. Yeah. Isn't, isn't using like a, your own pronouns kind of exclusive in its own nature as it is when you, I agree. when you ask somebody else to call me this, this or that, that's kind of exclusive in its own nature anyway. Right. I mean, I agree. And this is what me and Chris were talking about before the show tonight. It's like, how can you say that you want to be inclusive of everything, but then everything stands out. It's such a Boy, difficult, I, I mean, that's the truth. It's such a difficult thing. But what is important is that we're having a conversation about it. It's still an open wound. I mean, it's uh, like uh, as far as society goes, uh, the acceptance is getting there, but the understanding is still, we're still kind of festering in it. You know, it still stands out. And among and, and in the center of all this, at the center of all this, we're in a cancel culture that's like, well, you can't say anything wrong. Oh, well, you can't do anything wrong. You can't make a mistake. Based on somebody else's it's opinion. These people that we don't even know. Right. So this is what I'm going to say. So you cannot. The, the, you can love somebody and you can be loved and you can have a group of people that love and love and love and love and love. But let me just tell you, at the end of the day, we all know it. There, there are, you can't stop this. You can't stop these people that don't want to, that want to hurt you because of what you think or feel, only because of whatever shortcomings they may have. Because obviously, if you have a problem with somebody so much that all you can do is think about it or it dread on it, then you've got a problem in your own life. Now that that's its own that's oh, its I own agree. thing, right? I agree. But the issue is, we t- we could talk about this until we're blue in the face. The, the at the end of the day, if we my my thing with even having you bring this up because I. You know, I appreciate, I kind of, you know, next time I want you to come on to talk about the show and and Mm -hmm. some of the things that you do with that, because I like the entertainment part and how you embrace what you do. But, But in this case, because of what's going on, my thing is, like the pronouns. I, I still don't necessarily know what a pronoun is in the English language, but, th- but let's let's forget about that for a second. Uh, I think an adjective. Can I be called an adjective? So th- my, my my point is, you were last night. I think that <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> Andrea looks like a guy just a little bit, but not much. Oh, uh, no, I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. I thought, uh, you, I thought her name was Andrew. Andrew, it is. It's Andrew. She used to play baseball. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And there we go. Right down the road. Listen, listen, I'm sorry right now. I can can be an advocate, but I'm going to make jokes because that's how I don't don't nervously sweat. But but will you be? That's what I'm saying. Probably not, but I'll be dead by the time it gets to that point or or I'll be in a place where I have to wear diapers and then then making fun of people will not be something I can do anymore. My my thing is (laughs) that people need to tear this down a little bit more eric and 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 i say that like this the pronouns bringing the pronouns to the front of the the house to the front of the line is a mistake i think i think that there are so many other issues and i'm trying to understand how what a person is trying to say to somebody that cannot understand them mm-hmm. that that the pronoun gets in the way of the actual conversation you know what I'm saying? Because somebody like my dad or somebody in that, you know, that age range or whatever is not even going to take the time at this point to try to understand how pronouns all of a sudden between another person, but understanding feelings, mm-hmm. understanding, trying to understand a person's actual feelings, mm-hmm. that to me seems to be the, the, the breaking ground. I 150% disagree. Okay. Well, I, and, I, and that's but what let me it's, tell you why. it's okay. I but mean, let me tell you why. To me, you can't predict people's feelings. You can't, you have no idea that what you're going to get from somebody else. But if I look at you, Chris, and I say, hi, my name is Eric. I want to be referred to as he, his, him. You're going to look at me and be like, okay, you want to be referred to as a boy. 
hi, Eric, you're a boy. I will say, hi, Eric. My friend is Eric. He likes walking on the beach, blah, 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 blah. Jensen, my friend Jensen, is a trans man, right? Born as a female. He lives his life as a man. So then I say, my friend Jensen, he does this, 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 and this, right? It is simplified to such an extreme when you identify your pronouns. And if people could just get on board with that, like you take the guesswork out. It it's is just so, polite, right? It it's is. Just, it's just polite. And it takes the guesswork out. I don't need you to feel anything. I don't need you to feel a thing. I don't need you to go research anything. Is this not about feelings, though? Because I, you're, you're, it's about how a person I mean, feels not, about you in the first place? It's about place? respect, to be honest with you. It is about respect. And like you could just be like, okay, well, this friend, this person that you've met identifies himself as he, his, him. Then you know how to identify them. I have such a difficult but time. But if I don't respect you, I'm not going to do any of that. Right. It's frustrating to me, though, that respect is being kind of... Uh, you know, I'm talking about boiled, your friends. I'm talking about down your friends. to he, him, and her. I mean, you know. But see, I'm not talking about my friends because my friend, like, my friends are my friends. I'm talking about people that I do not know that you have to now because you know, you know, how you're they, not going to do that with people you don't know. But let's I, but, be honest. But that's what no, needs. That's not. what needs to happen. That's the point of this conversation. Is we're talking to people right now that do not know us individually. They know me. They might know you. They might know if him. You're they might talk know him. about a grand scale. Then I agree. If we're talking about a grand scale, like we're just painting this picture and we're like addressing a whole community of people. We don't all fit in a box. There's no way to address this as a box. But a grand you scale have, is made by uh, un- uncountable little moments like this. You have to. One person at a time. You have to do it one right. person at a time. Address them by their pronouns one person at a time. You can't put all these people in a box. Right. So when I say I feel like the pronoun issue it, it, it has, has done more, it, 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 to me is more of a detriment, mm-hmm. this, this issue, than if than trying to actually talk about what it is that you're that you're going through and making people understand that because I would disagree. Okay, and you can. And so my point to you is disagree all you want. I disagree with you. And so, so and and that should be okay. It well, it it that's it has to be okay. It has to. Right? It has, it has to be to. okay. Because I because what you what that what that means is is what we've been talking about. You say it, you disagree, and as a gay uh. person, I'm supposed to go Oh well, then that then I can't no, 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 feel no, no, that no. way. No, no, this is respect right here. This is this respect. is respect. The pronoun. This is respect. But it happened because we talked. Right. It didn't. Ha- I didn't. I didn't. You could. The identification part. Mm-hmm. I, that's going back to my point about the the Ken doll. I don't care what it is that makes you feel the way you feel. You. I respect you because of how you treat me and 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 the the friendship that we have had over a certain amount of years mm-hmm. that's how respect is works right and so that's where you have a serious problem with people that don't know each other that come from two walks of life and then you want to be included into a walk of life that is a majority of the people that's Here's the problem thing. why how would you know if you're going to generalize it as a group of people how would you know what their pronouns were you wouldn't. Why would it matter then? But you wouldn't. Because then we would have to earn each other's respect. Just listen to me for two right. seconds. You wouldn't know what their pronouns were. Right. So your argument is kind of mute because you're not going to know. Is it moot? Is moot, it moot? Moot, I think. So your argument is moot because you wouldn't know what their pronouns were or what they specify to you, what they would want from you by identifying their pronouns because you've never met them, Right. So you're like, the pronouns are, it's just in the way, but you're identifying them as a group of people. I'm identifying them as individuals. Do you see what I'm saying? 
we're talking about two different things. And no, that's what, because you're talking about individuals that want to be a part of a group. But we're talking about two different things. This no, is no, I, hang I, on. We're okay. talking about two different things because when you're respecting pronouns, if you're talking about a group of people, like you're talking about pronouns are just in the way with this group. You're not going to get pronouns from a group. You're going to get a pronoun from an individual. Do you see what I'm saying? So like it shouldn't turn you off because if you never met one-on-one with that individual, you never got their pronoun, they, them, his, him, her, you know, whatever, their pronoun, then it's not affecting you. Do you see what I'm saying? I get what you're saying, that the pronouns are, are like they're just getting in the way. But they shouldn't be getting in the way because the only way you're going to get their pronoun is if you're meeting them one-on-one. Do you see what I'm saying? I do. And so their pro- I, the I, I argument, tell, the argument with their I'm pronoun. Not, I'm not getting my, I'm not making the point I want to make. I am not being able the, to make. The I, argument, I'm not being able to say it correctly. Their argument with the pronoun is that you're respecting them as an individual. Do you see what I'm saying? Not as a group. Does that make sense? Right, but so, it's a form of respect, correct? Of course, to the individual. Right. So my my thing is, you can't respect somebody until you know them. We're making the same point then. Okay. So then then, then I'm, right. I'm let's let me let me drop back and pun a little bit. You're you're talking about individuals that want to be a part of a group, in the sense of we're, we're, let's not stay that the, they want to be, they should be. Okay, but, but they're I mean, right now they feel excluded from the group, as far as athletes. Oh, they are excluded. Okay. They have been excluded by the law. Like a bill has been passed. I'm with they you. They are excluded. They are excluded. For sure. Right. So yeah. what I what I guess what I'm trying to say, and maybe I'm gonna try to say it again and I don't I still might not get it right. What I'm trying to say as far as issues are concerned that cause laws and that cause news cycles and that cause these certain things. Oh god, the that, news. Don't even get me started. Right, but understand what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. The thing that goes out to the masses. The thing that educate more people, whether you like it or not. Conditioning. Ignorance, whatever the case is. Conditioning, mm-hmm. whatever the case is. Yeah. I feel, not that it doesn't, that I not that I feel like it's not, I'm disrespecting or the case is, I'm saying that there are so many issues that people don't understand about this community that where pronouns come involved or where, wherever the pronouns got involved to become a front runner instead of some of these other things, you know, about about meeting people, how mm-hmm. to talk to somebody that you don't agree with, these right. these types of things, right? That I feel that the pronouns stop people from even wanting to go there. They some people do not even want to get into the conversation oh, because I see. Okay. Oh, I well, see. I, I do see that. Like you're put off from the very beginning because you're already thank like you. oh, forced thank into God. a box. I get it. I get it. That's no different from saying like he's, all those reviews for the pandemic. It's like I'm not going to eat at this restaurant because yeah, they're going like, to make me wear a mask. Yeah, like, you're already forced into learning someone's yeah. pronoun is just as easy and simple as learning to chew with your mouth closed. Oh my God. Okay, so I, I appreciate for everybody that that mo- that ninety percent of the people, but we're not. Ta- we're, we let's bring it down to. Where we where we've been this whole I, conversation? Totally well, think, it's not about them. Yeah, I'm totally well, getting it. Well, I I'm think totally it's like it. I think the generalization is like there's there's respect you have because you know a person, and then there's respect you you give because they are a person. Yeah, and, he's and where I, I was, I, and I think that's, ten minutes ago. I totally yeah. get. Yeah. I totally get what you're saying though. Like it's putting off. Yeah, 
it's putting off. Like it's already putting a wall up before you even get the chance to meet them. And yeah, that and I, I totally I get that. I think the point. I think the and point of, of that being in the news cycle yeah, is like shouldn't be. this shouldn't be a per, like the pronouns shouldn't be a person to person respect. That should be a because they're a person respect. And I think eventually oh, that'll that be good. that'll be really socio-normative soon. But I think you know because I'm because I've been through the same thing where it's like it's just inconvenient. I feel like no matter what I say. There's a good chance I'm going to say it wrong or say the wrong kind. <laughs> That's right. I think that and, realistically, and that can be kind of paralyzing, you know. It yeah, can, I think realistically, we and this is what we were talking about earlier. Realistically, we're all getting our our hands slapped a lot because we're just not doing it right. And the reason we're not doing it right is because we're unclear of what right is. Like what? What are we supposed to be doing? And then listen. Oh, and yeah. then once you start going down these rabbit holes of okay, well, I want to do it the right way. I want to do it the right way. How do you not get to a point where you just don't care anymore? And that's what you're talking ba- about. Okay, you know what? I'm going to end there because we uh, because mm-hmm. it's I think so of hard. All, I think of all the things we've talked about that we we've could have got so much deeper and still not come out with any uh, idea of what we were talking about. The one thing you can talk about is, uh, you know that that people are getting tired because this battle is one small battle when you look at people's lives as far as taxes and jobs and all the other things that people have to deal with in everyday life this is one issue of it that that like Pantene and other companies and other it just feels insurmountable and you just don't even want to deal with it at all and, and that's see, a shame and that's that is a shame so my point because is because on the other side of that where where most people are like Oh, I'm going through this, or I'm going through that, or a tree fell on my house, or, oh, I I can't make a living right now because of this freaking pandemic. You know, I have no income, blah, 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 blah. Like, that's your whole life, right? Like, your whole life, you have no income. You don't know how you're going to survive. Then you've got this person who doesn't know how they're going to live in their own skin. Yeah. And then they meet. That's. And then they call. That's what I can't get past. Yeah. And it's and you know what? We're never going to do it right because we're not them. I think that it's it's I, it's I, I think it's one impossible. thing Will said earlier and and I, and I will say this that this is how life works. Things change. Otherwise it's not the 60s, mm-hmm. it's not the 1900s, it's not right. the 1700s. Shit changes and people change and things change whether we like it or not. And we're on earth for such a small amount of time, we might not see these changes, but eventually some of these things that really matter to people uh, and as more people start to feel comfortable coming out of their skin because mm-hmm. they don't feel like they feel like it doesn't matter yeah. and they can just be whoever they want, yeah. I think we're going to see a lot of different people in this world. Chris, two years ago, this conversation wouldn't have happened. Yeah, two years ago, this would not have been a subject conversation for for men to sit around and talk about. Well, and I hope that you realize you. that you, you made much. a massive step forward. Well. Like. I mean, one of my best friends was one one of my best friends growing up was gay. And and I I tell you, I mean, it was a different kind of love. And and I know that. And I I I get I understand the the being loving a person. Right. I love when you talk about him. It just just, makes me so happy. Well, it kills me because he killed himself, you know, and 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 it just was and, and, you know, 40 percent. It's just unbelievable. So, I mean, I understand that part. There are just some things, especially when it comes to the kids and making decisions and that that sort of thing that that man, I just don't know that 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 that, that might just be something in my life that I just don't understand and maybe never do, never do. But regardless, we have a wonderful musician here. I want yes. you to hear his song. We're going to come back after this break. Uh, don't go excited. any well. Uh, don't. Sexuality. Sexuality. Get it together. Don't. Sexuality. Sexuality. <laughs>
<laughs> Don't go anywhere. We'll be back right back with Will Jackson. River Entertainment and Sunny's Patio Pub and Refuge presents April 3rd singer-songwriters Jared Neiman. Love and Theft. Chris Weaver. Ward Gunther. Saturday, April 3rd at Sunny's in Nashville. Limited seating available. Tickets at sunnyspatioparty.eventbrite.com. Can't come to Nashville? Check out the Chris Weaver Band Facebook page to purchase the Facebook Live event. From the roots of our excellence, we started a journey into the future. To create the most extraordinary experience in your car. sound. The sound's not working. We are back, though. Oh, we are? Yeah, that's over. Oh, shit. Uh, everybody, uh, well, let me just play this, because I love this. Uh, look at that. I'm so excited about it. I'm looking at the Facebook feed. Oh, I love that. Everybody. Uh, oh, that was pretty. Our, our good buddy, uh, Will Jackson, is going to play us a song. How you doing, sir? Pretty good. How you doing? You feeling good? Feeling pretty good. Feeling yeah. good on a Tuesday. Yeah. I'm like, there's so much in my mind right now after that conversation. Man. That was, <laughs> yeah. He looks really good with that guitar, but no homo. No. <laughs> That's a certain kind of guitar. Don't don't pay any attention to him. It's a certain. Guitar, it's a certain yeah. I'm sorry, Andy. I messed that up. I was supposed to get up on the commercial. I got it. I got it. Uh, hey, hold on. Hey, you <laughs> hit the OK button. Yeah, dude. We poor Andy's done so much for the show today. I don't even know how I'm going to pay him. I don't even know how I'm going to pay him. I could pay him, but it would be weird for a minute. Okay, you know what, Andy? <laughs> that only happened one time in, at, at JP's. <laughs> Did you get it? Oh, God. Did I you don't even remember that. Good for you. Andy's done so much for the show today, I can't even tell you. Before he got here, I had no sound. I had no... The, the board didn't even work. I almost cried. Oh, awful. God. We'd have had a different show altogether. Oh, been just a podcast, and who wants that? What are you going to play for us? Uh, I'm going to do a song. I just uh, put a record out. It was my quarantine project. It was what like kept my sanity. <laughs> nothing to do so i recorded a whole album and um i'm gonna do a song called polaroid parade and it's um kind of it's a little bit about losing love losing people you know life moves on but uh this is always is dedicated to my parents who if they haven't gone to bed yet are, are i hope are still watching oh anyway, i'm so sorry i i the time just flew by that's so nice no the time that's just not a you thing they go to bed like super early every night i do too but anyway 
Oh, it's perfect, man. Thank you. Anyway, this is for my mom and dad. This is called Polaroid Parade. Cool. Thanks, dude. There's an old cedar box at the end of the hall. The handle is broken and there's no lock at all. It's filled with some photos of moments gone by. And it's a good a day as any to sit here and cry. There's birthdays and weddings with forgotten guests. There's babies whose names. It's anyone's guess There's friends that I loved But can't even name That someone's ex-wife Could out of the frame But the picture in my head Ain't the picture in my mind Nothing remains Undefeated by sign Picture me now Picturing how Things just Never stay the same We just Get them one day in a Polaroid parade. It's a yellow brick house back on Graceland Ave, built by the hand of my granddad. Small to me now, but a mansion back then. Guess there's really no way to go back again It's Tippy the dog and Sparky the cat An old man bundled in jackets and a fur-lined hat He said he walked alone down old dirt roads Said he talked out loud to birds and toads The picture in my hand ain't the picture in my mind Nothing remains undefeated by time Picture me now Picturing how things just Never stay the same We just look at them one day In a Polaroid parade Seventy-seven or eight in a bachelor's pad Just two lovers in love, not yet mom and dad With a hundred-dollar car and one pair of jeans They left to find out what forever means Seventeen and eighteen, not woman and man Just a girl and a boy, a hand in a hand Pose on the bumper of an old TMC My first truck and first love Missing pieces of me The picture in my head ain't the picture in my mind Nothing remains undefeated by time Picture me now Picturing how things just Never stay the same We just Look at them one day in a Polaroid parade.
Will Jackson, everybody, with the Outliers. Uh, we appreciate it very much. Tonight has been a uh, wonderful show. Thank you guys very much for, for hanging out. And Erica, it's always a pleasure. Next time, we're going to see pictures. I want to see some pictures. And so, oh, I have time. I'm, I, I don't doubt it. I just want to say thanks to Guidance Whiskey, uh, Verdoliac Law Firm, um, Sony Music, obviously. They make the uh, they made the uh, thing you see there in the back uh, behind Will. And uh, Aurora Nutriscience, which is uh, all great sponsors for our show, Cartronics, Titan Motoring. Um, also, if you haven't uh, had a chance yet, uh, this Saturday, uh, myself, Ward Gunther, Jared Neiman, Love and Theft, playing at uh, Sonny's. Uh, that show's sold out right now, but you can purchase it on Facebook Live at the Chris Weaver Band website, uh, Facebook page, uh, and you can you can do that. Andy, I can't, I mean, thank you so freaking much. You're welcome, buddy. I mean, you saved, saved the show tonight. Saved Just doing my job. No, <laughs> shit. Well, that, that thing beside you, it's all you. Don't even, don't even, don't even worry about it. Uh, okay, so next week we have a great guest. We have uh, Zach Ward from The Christmas Story. He was uh, Scott Farkas on The Christmas Story, the bully. Oh. The, he, so he's going to be here next week. And uh, we have a magician going to be here. Uh, magician's going to be in the house. He's going to do some tricks for us, and Phil will be back. Uh, so we'd love to see you every Wednesday night. Please share, and uh, and uh, you can get the podcast. If you missed some of the show tonight, you definitely want to check it out. Podcast anywhere you get podcast. Uh, you can watch a show on How Valors of Validity, uh, HVVcast.com. So I think I got everything in. I appreciate it. Let's get the hell out of here and drink. We'll see you. Thanks, guys. Love you. Rest of the story. This is the story of a man who owed money to everybody. At least it seemed that way. In fact, if scholars were to conduct such a monumental research project, they might discover this fellow to have been the most in-debt individual who ever lived. His name was Charlie. During the 30 years which comprised most of the three-fourths of his adult life, he seemed to owe everybody money. Charlie was an inventor, which in the minds of some was at least partial justification for his habitual financial situation. However, he studied the fine art of chronic indebtedness at his father's knee because both of those men went bankrupt together in the hardware business before Charlie was 30. And failing to avail themselves of extant bankruptcy laws, both found themselves owing many thousands of dollars. And that's when Charlie decided to become an inventor. He never stopped owing money. Often the benefactors were friends, relatives. When the benevolence ran its course, Charlie found new friends. Sometimes the patrons of his ceaseless experimentation stopped calling their contributions patronage and started calling it what it was, charity. And frequently the charitable donations took the form of food or clothing, even a place to sleep. And yet what might otherwise have been Charlie's self-esteem was obliterated and consumed by the passion of his experiments. Occasionally he would patent a process of dubious merit. That was enough to win further financial support from some stranger unacquainted with his long history of failure. He was always borrowing money. Borrowed $50,000 one year and never repaid a cent. But that was just the way it was with Charlie. Folks would beg him to give up this expensive hobby of inventing. Doubtless their sympathies lay mostly with his wife and children. Do you know that Charlie actually got in the habit of pawning his wife's belongings? even selling his household furniture and his children's books. And here's the greater tragedy. Charlie secured a patent once. I mean a real patent of great potential value. But he was so poor, 
that he was obliged to sell licenses and establish royalties at prices far below what they should have been just to satisfy the impatience of a dozen angry creditors. So Charlie wound up borrowing money until the day he died, leaving his widow and six children with more than $200,000 in debts. A list of people to whom Charlie owed money during the last three decades of his life would fill a book. And during the first of those decades, most all of Charlie's discoveries, including the groundwork for his truly important one, were made in one place, the same place the habitually destitute and the chronically indebted were inevitably sent in those days to debtor's prison. That's right. The man who may have been the most in-debt individual who ever lived, the man who also rendered raw rubber universally useful through the original process of vulcanization, conducted the scientific experiments which led to that discovery in jail. His name was Charles Goodyear. And now you know the rest of the story. <laughs>